6: Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. Good to be here. Today is actually March 2nd, 2013. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is your KX KXRW, your community connection, your community connection internet radio station. It's been a minute for me, but I'm back and in effect uh, today. Well, like I always start my show, it's, it's been quite a while. I haven't seen you guys. Uh, we will talk to you guys since January 2nd, but I've been out there working with uh I've been doing a lot of research. I've been finding a lot of information that's very important to us all. Uh you guys know I speak to you about serious issues. We got to get real serious. Uh these these shows that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks to the next few months to the next few years, as long as God bless me to be here, are going to be informative, informing all of us what our current status is. Where do we stand? What are our rights? What can we do? A lot of people say, "Well, hey, you know, uh, we pay taxes." There are there are all kinds of complaints out there. There are whole, you know, everybody has something to input on. But the real true secret is everybody's paying a lot of attention to things that are not even important at this point in our lives. You know, you have the religious leaders who say it's the end of the world. You have other sects that say. Well, you know, it's Illuminati, it's, you know, spiritual, we're in spiritual war, w- warfare, and I can't say that much is true. We are in a spiritual warfare. The spiritual warfare we're in is is, is not as what we would know back in the biblical days. It's it's a spiritual war, warfare amongst each other. You guys know I always promote community through unity. You know, it's, it's the only way. Awareness is key. Bringing out of the resourceful and informational information that's out there, me bringing people, the professionals, my scholars, my teachers, my mentors, my closest uh, confidants in that sense of the word of bringing us closer to getting a better knowledge about how we're going to work this world. You know, like I tell a lot of my people out there, I say, you know, the world is your oyster, crack it open. Most well, so of you guys who know me, you know that's what I say. It means a great deal. God dollars in heaven, bucks as well. Nothing about religion. You know, the, the the one thing that we all have in common is that we are human beings. We're the one animal that has the right to choose. We can either choose to go the right way or we can choose to go the wrong way. God gives us that choice. Whatever you call Him, God uh let's say uh, Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever you call him, the creator, he's all one. Buddha, he's all the creator of this world, this beautiful world that we live in. Yeah, there's some things going on that I must say are very, not too good for us. You ask yourself, where is the state of man? Most of you guys ask me. Well, what is it I can do? What's going on? Tell me, keep me me informed. That's why I'm here. It's been three long weeks since I, well, let's say today is the second. So it's been actually today makes the fourth week I've been off the air. And while I've been gone, I've been quite busy. You know, I told you I'm going to bring you those real down-to-earth things that we should know. See, there's all kinds of smoke screens out there. There are all kinds of people telling you what it is. But they're not telling you what it really, really is Where are we? Today's show actually You know In recognition Of Black History Month Which happens to be February Hopefully I can get a My friend to call in and tell me Tell you guys what he told me last night They kind of woke woke me up about a lot of things You know it's been over 50 years Since our civil rights leaders Led The fight into desegregation of Black Americans, uh, the Negro people, colored people, whatever you want to, however you call, call it, no racially discriminative pun. The desegregation that Kennedy opened up for everybody, Martin Luther King stepped, Rosa Parks, and everybody in the N.W.A.C.P. I believe got their first. Real task or To fight What if, What is today What is about to 2013 That you can say Has changed Are we living in a world of Everybody has their equal right to Live freely Work, maintain Just like everybody else Are we on the same level here Is everybody on the same planet I see we're on the same planet We're here or we're on the same page, that is something that we all have to discuss. I've been doing a lot of talking to a lot of politicians and other radio hosts like myself who made me aware of so many things. It is so much better to have a group, not even just a group, one, two, more than three voices in any topic of conversation to get a different eye view from everybody. It's not one person that has the president to make the decisions on anyone. We all work together as a team, teamwork. I was pretty good as a supervisor in the corporate world of keeping my 200-plus employees all on the same page, staying within the realms of being in between a wimp and a tyrant as a supervisor, always keeping in mind where I came from. I never lost that prior most of you guys out there that know my life know, I was financially driven. I was financially prosperous in my life. Today, after so many current events, uh, life changes, hurdles, adversity, I'm here. And I'll have spiritual prosperity. Total different situation. Is not how I lived before. All I have that I can say that I visibly know that it's real, is that I'm here, and I'm trying to do the best I can to make a difference. And I've been talking to some people who want to make a difference with me. We have to come to some type of common ground and work together. That's where we're at today. That's where we'll be. Today, this is Genus Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. Hmm. It is now 11 after the hour, and like I always do, you know my first thing that I always love to do, it's been quite a minute since I've been in my studio, so let's see, you know I also have a lot of new music out here, that I'm going to be bringing to you as well, you know me, we're going to keep it light, we're going to keep it going, we're going to try to make some solutions to some of these, and some, some solutions to some of the problems, some of these social issues that we face as a community. This is not just this community. This is communities worldwide, everywhere where we are. I touch as far as the other end of the world, and if that's how far I can touch, and if we can touch people out there, that's what that's so be it. Today, March 2nd, 2013, broadcasting here in Long Beach, Georgina, Rules Theory. I want you guys to welcome my good friend. I'm touching, let's say, I wondered how I was going to be able to get united with other people. I'm going to take it state by state. Every state that's out there, I'm going to touch. I have friends in every state, every corner of the world now. Much love to all of you guys out there who support me. And like I always do when I start my show, I always have to give thanks and praise to the man up above. Without him, nothing would be possible in the lieu of what it is that I need to make a difference here. You know, my intro song always starts off as it is. I ask myself what it is that I can do to make a difference. You can ask yourself what it is that you can do. I will give you the tools of what I did to get to where I am. You know, this life is a beautiful life when you start to get the idea, the idea of where we're supposed to be as man, as woman, as our families, as our children. What legacy are we going to leave? Or are we going to leave a legacy? Are we going to even be existed in the next two, three years? This is a serious topic. This is worldwide. I'm going to bring out some serious issues that you guys are going to have to toss it over in your heads. So, while well, we give praise and thanks to the man up above before we go into the break, you know, like Mary J says, always oh, got to give that thanks and praise. So, here you go on Genus Groove Theory. It's my first day back after a long month of research, connecting, interchanging information, I'm back. It is now 13 after the hour, and this is Gina's Groove Theory. So let's give that thanks. Thank you, Lord, by Mary J. Blige. And then after that, we'll take a small break, and I'll play something really nice for you on that. Got some new music in the studio for you as well. So let's give him his praise. This is Gina's group meeting. Thank you, Lord. Your community connection, internet radio station broadcasting. And I'm Gina, you're with The Theory. Thank you guys for showing up and being here. I appreciate all of the support, all of the good love that you guys send my way. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're gonna start it off with the uh, hmm, it ain't over. The one thing that I can say if you don't stand up for something, you fall down for everything that's what is said. So many. Generations before us have went and said that. So, in other words, we have to remain courageous. we got to offer hope to other people. We have to uplift. And like my good friend, Jim Warren, that's Jim, R-O-H-N, check him out, Power of Ambition. He says, the steps to success, success is not where you live, what you drive, what money you have, how you dress. Success is being happy with what you have. Until you can do better And then when you do get to that point Where you do better You take that And the first thing you do Is to give it back Sp- Spread a little bit in some self-enterprise 30% of that should be charity Self-enterprise and investment That other 70% is profit Put it up Write it in the books You got to check them out Jim Roar Jim J-I-N Roar Ruin, R-O-H-N. Go on YouTube. Check out The Power of Ambition. Seven hours, you can listen to it straight. You say, seven hours is a long time. It's a powerful man. And he's doing something that I just love. More than anything, being an unusual character, he's bringing hope and he's telling secrets to humanity. And, you know, we know, stereotypically, a lot of people say, man loves that such... That sure wouldn't do that, man. You know what? The miracles happening everywhere. Nobody looks as way; they are. Nobody is who they say they are, and you can't judge a book by its cover. So we keep that in mind. We go ahead and take a break. I'm glad to be back. Welcome everybody. I'm glad you're out there. Hope I got some new folks out there to support on the team. Represents for our vets out there, our vets, America, our troops. Coming back home, there are all kinds of things that we need to get busy on. And for one, we have to start with giving a little bit of love, tenderness, and compassion and consideration to the ones who made it all possible for me to be here, you here. After God, it's those men and women who fight the wars and the battles in order for our freedom. Well, what we think is our freedom, they still fight for it. So in recognition of them, too, you guys, take a moment. Check out Shepherd's Pastor on my Facebook. Go ahead and like it, support it, get your family, friends, your, say, military family, people who have military questions, professionals and all alike. Come on out there and check out the page and get some input. Let's put an end to stigma of what we think mental illness is when it applies to a vet. As opposed to in the regular civilian. Let's put an end to it. the stigma, all hate, injustice, inequality, and unfair treatment of all human beings, all animals, every living thing. Today, we can do it. It's not that hard. Some people say it's uh, idealistic. Call me idealistic? No. It's not having an idea. It's living and walking a, a dream for me, for all of us. There is a greater, better place on the other side of where we're at today. So let's invest in that. are going to do a time check. It's 420. And like I always say, it ain't over. This next song, i going to play on Gina's Girl Theory. is called It Ain't Over. When everything seems like it's at its lowest, is, that's where I get my power. When those that think that I'm helpless, I'm really not. All that does is just sharpen me up, keep my my feet on the ground, me on my toes. That's where we're at today. It ain't over, people. Keep that and hold that close. We'll be back in 2 and 2 19 after the hour. This is Gina on the theory, and here you go. It ain't over, people. Stand up and be counted. Everybody, we're back to Gina's Group Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. Thank you guys for being here. I'm happy to be back. I'm well refreshed. I have new and informative information for you guys as well. That was It Ain't Over. And like I said, it's not over until we've done all we can do. Friend of mine's out there, shout out there to All my classmates at Long Beach City College, much love to you guys. Doing some homeschooling, (laughs) pretty much. Shout out to Jay out there in New York. Shout out there to my Ohio Peace swag team out there. Much love to you guys out there. And a shout out to Mr. Blair Braxton out of Jacksonville, Florida, bringing that Impact Radio to you real soon. It's going to be hot, y'all. My love to all of you guys. Shout out there to everybody. In my community Shout out to everybody in every community This is Eugenia's Groove Theory Broadcasting here I'm back And in effect It is now 28 after the hour And we're here Beautiful day out here In sunny Southern California Just right We're going to go ahead and be Giving my friend, a good friend a call We're going to have Mr. Junie George The third out. Calling in, he's I'm we're gonna give him a call. I told him I'll call him. Most of you guys know. You guys at home that wanna express yourselves, you got something to say and you don't want to say it, you guys know how I do it. I'll represent for you. Send me the texts. I'll read them. 'em. I'll bring it to the people. I'll be your voice. I'm I'm I am your voice. You're mine. I got you, you got me, we got each other. It's all good out there. So touch me. Let me know if there's something that you need. There's something that you might want to hear for me to play, too, as well. It's been a beautiful, beautiful, let's say, month of beautiful in the sense of it was freeing. I was able to think clearly and get all my ducks up in a row, and that's what you should do. Plan A to Z when it comes down to taking care of what we can do as a community. It can be done. I have my naysayers out there. But then I also have my people out there who are rallying to do what it is that we need to do. It's a beautiful world. It can be a beautiful world. Don't have to be so much anger, hate, and dis- disenchantment with each other. to make a difference. Uh, tomorrow's show is going to be brilliant as well. I'm, I promise you guys I'm going to bring to you the people who can inspire you, tell you what their life stories, their testimonies. People are doing it all over the world. Hey, you know, someone told me, said, oh, you, you, you're you a miracle. Man, I'm going to be bringing you some miracles. Miracles all in all different states, all in different cities. They're alive and kicking. They're here, and it's a beautiful day today. So go ahead and do a time check, do a call letter. Play a little something to get you guys going. This next song is Justify. You guys know Smokey Norval. And I to go ahead and keep that on a peaceful, peaceful level. Go ahead and check in with my guest. We're going to pop him a call, and we're going to let him tell you what Las Vegas, Nevada is all about in two and two. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. This is Janice Bruce Day. Welcome. Be justified in everything you do. Do nothing that is not justifiable. As Smokey said, who's going to be the one who saves you? Who saved me? Who's going to save us all? Together we can save each other. The man upstairs, we can't fail. Here you guys go. It's now 31 after the hour. And be justified. This is justified on the theory. Hold it close to your heart and think about it. It's my testimony two and two. Much love. Thank you guys for being here.
0: Me. I yes, I am. I thank God I'm justified. Pay the price for my life and all that was wrong. His love made it right. Now what he did i've been, yeah. love so I've been made free I've thank you lord despite the enemy hey. yeah. I, I, I love this verse if my sins had their way i never would have made it With a debt I just couldn't afford to pay, he came and saved me. When the enemy said that I couldn't, God said, go ahead because you're covered by my awesome, awesome, powerful love."
6: Back to G, It's back to Gina's Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. I'd like to thank you guys for being here. It is now 36 minutes after the hour. Beautiful day outside. Sun is shining. California is looking pretty nice today. Feeling kind of good today. Hope everybody out there is uh, having a great, great Saturday. Mall shopping and family Family's nice too Shout out there to uh, BCM Ministries Hope everything is doing good out there as well Everybody being spiritually prosperous Is a beautiful beautiful thing Shout out there to uh, Mr. Wuko out there For what is it uh, AM Radio 970 of Miami, Florida Shout out there to Mr. Davis all my people out there on Facebook who's it supporting. Well, you know, I've been kinda of blocked from sending it out well, I don't even know. We'll we'll discuss that too. A lot of things going on within these circles and you know, hey, we're gonna have to put an end to some of this foolishness. You know, you have to kind of live, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to live by what you you say. You don't have to be a perfect you have to be perfect. No one's perfect. You don't have to live up to anybody's standards. But what's most important is that you live up to the standards that's inside you. And that you do what's, let's say, righteously correct by everybody. We're all human here. We all can talk. You guys know this is the forum for everybody. As long as you come and you're respectful and you're alert and you're courteous to everyone else, like most of you always do, we're, we're rolling. It takes a whole group. So it takes a village. You know, you ever heard that saying, it takes a village to raise a child? Nowadays, things are a little different. We have to work in the homes from the inside out. I don't have any little ones, but a lot of little ones out there, a lot of you guys are raising little ones. Shout out there to my girl, Sheila, just had a baby. Shout out there to little Marcus and all the other children out there in the world. Shout out there to everybody. I'm just glad to be back here on the theory. I just don't know what to do. I'm overjoyed. It is now 39. After the hour. And and I love this cut. And it speaks volumes. When you look at people who are to lead, leaders lead the people. Followers follow behind someone else and lead the people who are following them to their death. Mm -hmm. We all want to be leaders amongst each other. No one person has to get behind or sit on the back of the bus or any of that extra not today. This is 2013. The show's topic is how far have we really come
3: since desegregation?
6: Since all those lives were lost. And, I mean, there were major lives lost just for the right to be able to go to the same school, you know, to be able to get on a school bus. Those very rights that some of us today, I don't care by any race. It doesn't matter. We all take it for granted. I took the use of my hands for granted. Today, it's a whole different thing. We have to focus more on appreciation of the things that we have, value of the people that we love, and letting them know who we are. We're going to go ahead and pop. I want you guys to give a warm welcome to my good friend, Junie. He is a prime example, one example of well, let's give him a call first. I want you guys to get to know him. When you say, well, Gina, how is it that you do what you do? Nothing no more special than anyone else. Like I tell people all the time, the people all over this whole United States who are making a difference. You know, don't deny, don't say well it can't be, it's impossible. There are people out there all over the world making changes. One day at a time. Let's tomorrow show you guys. Making a difference one day at a time. And that's my friend Mr David Hanshaw out there in Texas. Awesome man, awesome. He started his organization for the for special needs children out of his own pocket. No private funding, no state funding, no local funding, none of it. No federal funding. He's a miracle, and he's a miracle. That's what I say, a miracle in the making. And we're going to have him out here tomorrow. He's going to be calling in from Longview, Texas. He's going to give us some of our secrets. Tell me some of those secrets that he got out there. We're going to pay close attention because if he can do it, we all can do it. That's right. You got to keep the man out of your business. He did it, and we can do it too. This is the Genus Groove Theory. It is now 41 after the hour, and this is my guy. Ludacris is a now defamed Bishop Eddie Long, as you guys know. It's not the messenger. It's the message. You don't have to follow the preacher, but the word can educate you. One word out of a sentence can make a difference. So, in respect to that, we don't follow the messenger. We just listen to the message. This is Ludacris with Bishop Eddie Long and Freedom of Preach. Don't preach it unless you walk it. Walk the talk, talk the talk. Like Rihanna and Jay-Z. Bottom line. Here's Freedom of Preach on the Genus Groove Theory. It is now 42 after the hour. It's your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting worldwide. Much love to all of you guys. Take a listen and a gander. Listen for you young people out there. Listen to you young men out there. Let's get it together. Prevention is sure better than a cure. That's powerful. I thought about this a couple of days. Prevention better than a cure. As opposed to waiting to after the after effects or the the pre thought of what you could be or what you the the in the insistence or Somebody else's idea what you could be? Let's put an end to that. Prevention, let's stop it. Got a whole lot of topics out here with you guys that I got to bring to you. So hang in tight. Take a listen to Ludacris. It's another young man who owns his own. And he pays his taxes. You got to pay your taxes. All you money people out there, pay your taxes. Don't slip into the hole. Here's Genus Groove Theory. It's 43 after. And here's Freedom of Preach on the Groove Theory.
5: Can the church say amen? We're going to do another offering right now. We're going to do another
6: one in 15 minutes.
5: And we're going to do one more right after that. Yeah, okay. Yes. Women, you're looking so very beautiful in here today. Some of you with the same thing over from the club last night. The Lord give up and the Lord take up away. Oh, Lord Jesus, I wish you take away Sister Mary's wig. Oh, you disrespecting the house of God with that thing. It don't even look real. Oh, it's testimony time. Oh, who is that? Young Chris Bridges. Boy, I'm glad you finally grew into the meal. Don't
4: testify. Lord, please forgive me for the mistakes I've made, and thanks for keeping my mama safe when she wrecked my Escalade. See, I could replace the Cadillac, but I can't replace my mama. I'm sorry for the hip hop beats. we sorry for the drama, but you gotta understand, us rappers ain't never had nothing, and one's loss is another's gain, so we gotta grab something. Lord, got so many questions I need to answer to. And sorry for the things I put my baby's mama to I feel that women are really the strongest human beings But why do you make them so emotional And other minor things I guess it's your way of saying We gotta love them and gotta praise them Cause without them we'd be nothing Plus our kids they gotta raise them While we out and about and seeing what life has to offer But if you offer a new life Then what we need is better fathers Either I'm smarter cause of my daughter Or I'm just too dense I'm 28 years old It just now started
0: making sense and I've been searching so long, I was lost in the clouds, I'm trying to stay strong and make you cry.
4: Anytime a fan said I was being rude I'm only human, I'm not always in the best of moods But thanks for giving the gift of rap to write my feelings down And sorry for cursing sometimes, but feelings make me shout them out Forgive the people that want to blame everything on rap music If they didn't live it, they can't relate or even adapt to it Forgive those who don't think I'm great and want to see me go forgive Oprah for editing most my comments off a show. Don't get me wrong, I know some people got an image to hold, but those who criticize the youth might just be getting too old. We still traveling through life, finding what's right or wrong. I know some folks may not agree or even like this song, but I'm just speaking my truth, cause I heard it set you free. And my conversations with God, even though he speaks to me, I'm smarter cause of my daughter and I'm not too dim. I'm 28 years old, it just now started it making sense, and I've been searching so long, I've been searching so long, I, I admit that I've been lost in them clouds, I'm just trying to stay strong, you know I'ma make you proud. You know make you proud. It took me some time. I know life is full of contradictions, I'm trying to become a better man. Praying for redemption. Each and every day. Hallelujah. That's the question.
5: night came with some words of encouragement. Mr. Eddie, what you just heard is real life. It's real life for you. It's real life for many. It's about where you've been. Yet at the same time, you hey, you find yourself in the midst of conflict and turmoil. Yes, I'm talking to you. In the midst of conflict and turmoil. Because you realize, hey, it's time to change right now. And in the middle of that, I want to say this. The Bible says that when I was a child... I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I fought as a child, hey, but when I became a man, I put away those childish things, did you not know that your environment has shaped you? Where you were born, in the projects, in the ghettos, in the upper downtown, wherever it was, the people around you, the things around you, caused you to do strange things because you were seeking to learn, but what you learned was on the streets and not in the book. God called you a prophet. When you open up your mouth, everything of God comes out and it commands attention. It commands change. I'm talking about the power that's inside of you. And in the midst, when you're starting to understand that I caught the wrong message, And now it's time, I'm hearing from God What amazing experience As you hear from God It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ He is a new creation Old things are passed away Somebody needs to hear that And behold, everything becomes new And when everything becomes new in you It's time to stop the killing I said it's time to stop the stealing It's time to stop disrespecting our women It's time for us to come home and raise our children It's time for us to really mold our communities It's time for us not to get hooked up in religion But to get hooked up in relationships with God, and the amazing thing about it, is wherever you find yourself right now, you can confess, and you can tell God I'm sorry, I had the wrong cue I was doing the wrong thing I was going after things that I thought were right, but it wasn't right, and now that I'm getting it right, I'm asking you to forgive me, and I may have done the things that they said I did, but I'm not who they say I am, I am who made me to be, and I'm changing in that, and it takes a Moments, but every time I fall down, I'll get right back up, and every time I make a wrong turn, I'll get myself back in line because I recognize I have been called for such a time as this. You can't resist the change, and you're not condemned by your yesterday if you can grab hold of your now and move in your destiny. Move, change, and be now.
6: Welcome back to Gina's Groove Theory. This is your theory here, <laughs> and this is Gina. It is now 50 after the hour. I do have someone out there who, uh, call caller who wants to say hello. We're going to go ahead and pop uh, Vegas a call, bring him on in, so hold tight. This is your Groove Theory here, and uh, we're going to see what's going on with my guest. I want you guys to give a nice, warm welcome to Mr. George. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a community activist as well, and uh, he serves as the Lord as as though, so, though I do. Not, well, I, I'm not quite like him, but he's steadfast and dedicated. So let's go ahead and pop him a call. Hang in there tight. I got you. And say hello and uh, see what he's up to right now. So just say hello. Hold that thought, you guys. We're gonna go ahead and uh, see ya. Uh, Let's see. Oh uh, yeah. And also too we got somebody in house studio here too as well. And that's gonna be it. That's <laughs> yes, of course. Some some guests come on and they step on in. So with that I'm very thankful uh for that today. Um, let's say my studio let's uh let's go ahead and say hi to the caller first and see whoops who's out there. So let's say hi. Oh, that thought. Hello, who's out there? Yo, yo, good
7: afternoon, this is your boy Urban Voodoo, live and direct, spoken word artist out of uh, Long Beach, California, what's good?
6: Hi, how you doing? I didn't even know that was you, I was like, okay, I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, this is Mr. Urban Voodoo as well, he's a very multi-talented uh, man out here, he's uh, in activism, he's in everything, and I learned a lot about him just in the short conversation we had today. Thank you, I'd like to welcome you to the Gina's Groove Theory. And I'm proud to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Well, okay. let, them know, let them know what you're about.
7: All right. Well, uh, just to let everybody know a little bit about me, um, I am a spoken word artist. Um, I'm based uh, between Long Beach, California and North Hollywood, North Hollywood being the, uh, you know, the base of operations uh, for – the west side, however, on the east side of Long Beach, uh, I work for Long Beach City College as a peer advisor. So um, I work with students and uh, different people throughout the community. Uh, I've sat on some pretty strong uh, boards uh, helping out uh, from 2010 and uh, a couple years on uh, throughout the city of Long Beach. have been pretty active in the 6th District, uh, founded an organization called Young Poets Society, and uh, they are actively uh, mentoring and uh, putting on open mics. Uh, I also host a poetry venue in Long Beach uh, on Artesia and Atlantic at the Anointed Diva Boutique. Uh, and if I could give a shameless plug, <laughs> uh, the show is called uh, The Sacred Scribe, and it happens every second and fourth Friday uh, at 801 East Artesia uh, Boulevard, Uh in Long Beach, and uh, from that, you know, uh, I uh, make sure that I reach as many people as possible. It's about uh, giving voice to the voiceless and uh, elevating people and uh, creating an atmosphere where literacy is important, you know, um, right now. And if we look at uh, the mainstream media and different uh, outlets that people have, let's call them the soapboxes. Uh, we are, we're in a situation where, uh, you know, the best way to make a message in the media, it seems, is to talk about the most basis things. If you watch commercials, it'll be becoming even more sensual and sexual in nature. You know, you listen to the music, it's becoming more vulgar, more demeaning, uh, and if you watch TV, it's more violent. So we, uh, poets, we are on a mission to elevate the consciousness of the masses and, uh Uplift those who feel they don't have a say Because I believe that each and every one of us has a say um, So uh, I also host a, a venue in the Lamert Park area Which is very important because Lamert Le- Park is like the cultural hub of Los Angeles um, And, you know, we are definitely trying to keep Lamert Park alive In the midst of all this uh, gentrification that takes place Uh, from Los Angeles all the way down to Long Beach and and all the way to the valley. I mean, it's like people are getting pushed out. um, And that venue is called uh, Jenga Jenga, and that happens every second and fourth Friday. And, you know, I'm a poet, so, you know, the best way to give you uh, um, a bird's-eye view of who I am or what I'm about would probably be to uh, give you a poem. If you uh, wouldn't mind that, I could do that. Of
6: course. Uh, Come on now. You know what? You know what? This is the, this, this, this show really is for the people. And, uh, you really inspired me, uh, you, inspired, you know, I didn't think I could get any more higher, you know, without any intoxication, any more higher than I could have gotten today. And speaking to you, I know I got a lot off my, you know, I got to tell you a lot, still was more to tell you, but I feel free, freeing. And that I know that, you know, some people say that it's idealistic to uh, be able to make a world where everybody can get along. Uh, I, I did get uh, some praise out there from some folks saying that uh, I I I don't know I can't see and I don't really I don't really grasp you know too too good on uh, compliments and things like that. So when people tell me I'm doing something good, you know, I'm like I'm just doing what I, I was put here to do. I mean, because prior to this, I was a cut up. Yeah, I mean, I'm still a cut up, but the, the deal is, <laughs> prior to this, you know, I really didn't have any. I thought when my nan would say, you know, you gotta you gotta be humble, and I say, I am humble. <laughs> I am humble. Well. You know, humbleness comes from, uh, it comes <laughs> it comes from really the st- struggle. It comes from, you know, just getting to know people and people coming in place of to say, to, to be a helping hand to you. And right. it's not more so a payback thing for me. It's a pay it forward kind of thing. If you guys ever saw that movie, it's not paying back, it's paying it forward. Because yeah. I know I did it. A lot of people say to me, hey, you know what, last night on the way, I went to go get some barbecue in LA on the way. Two people I met. Two people who needed some assistance. Both from Detroit. Two different. Well, not in the same place, but right after each other. I ended up helping the lady. She has a daughter, and she's from Detroit, and you know she's at a motel. Ended up helping her. Then I go on down a little further, and I meet a man who needed. He needed some help. It's like wow. It's like, I was I'm, like, I'm in L. A. You know, out here in Long Beach, you know, it's just regular everyday thing because you know everybody knows me. But it's like I go to L. A. Wherever I go, you know, it's just like God sends people. There. Either they send them to me or I can I can sense when people are home. It's the weirdest thing. I can sense when people are in need of things. And, and I say that's a gift. It's a gift to be able to see that. But when I got, by the time I got home, it was like you know, 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning and I was like, wow, you know, God is really good to me. And then you being here and talking to me, today, I mean, out of the days, we've been friends on Facebook for quite a minute. We kind of talk here and there. I try to touch everybody as best I can. But today, actually, is the first day that we really, really talked. I know I know you represent for Long Beach City as well. I, I send a shout-out there, too. You got to give all your shouts out to all your people because, you know, I think a lot of my poets that are on my uh, Facebook now, are, a lot of them are coming from you, from you. From, well, you know, that's about, back, you
7: know. Well, let me go back to something you said because I, I think of the age-old allege, you are what you eat, you know, about consumption. And uh, one of the things that we fail to realize uh, when we talk about humility is that, you know, being humble does not mean that one is passive. You know, one is not passive because work takes assertion. We must assert ourselves. We must make sure that we put our best foot forward. In other words, Paying it forward, and then if you broke it down even bigger, we say push it forward. Like when we decided we wanted to uh, grow as a, a race of people, the human race, and we had to push those boulders out of our way so we can get on the other side of that pass that mountain pass. We pushed them. You know what I'm saying? We used whatever leverage we needed to, but you got to push forward whatever obstacles in your way. And um, and when I say this, that this this. Uh, this this idea of consumption uh, it comes from the idea uh, taken from a, a Arabic word akala, which basically means you are what you eat. In other words, we consume things through our not only our mouths but also through what we listen to, also what we watch, you know, and also you know the places that take us where we, you know, bring in smell and touch. You know, it's all part of consumption. And you know the way things are, uh, programs like this are very much needed because we must uh, consume good things in order to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, we 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 you know we uh, deteriorate and become decadent. And that's what's happening right now in the community. We see uh, this 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 looming decadence. However, it hasn't affected everyone. You know, it only it is only affected maybe on the, the outer surface, this this type of decadence, this mass materialism, you know, but, you know, there, as long as there are people like you and I and your listeners and, and uh, shout out to people like my man Impact. Uh, who hosts over at uh, Shades of Africa and and Shiba Fly and, you know, my yeah. man Jeremiah Rossboro and several others, uh, people like uh, D. Andrews and, you know, the uh, 100 black men and just different people in Long Beach who they're pushing it forward, trying to make things happen in the community. And uh, that right there is what we desperately need to happen. But um, this being been uh, Women's History Month coming in since uh, – for some reason, it's crazy. It seemed like Black History Month was a sneeze for some reason this year. I don't know what happened, but,
2: uh-uh.
7: you know, it, it just shows the climate we're in. But uh, this being Women's History Month, uh, I'd like to recite a poem with you all, and and, and this poem is about uh, one of the issues that affect us in the community that uh, often goes overlooked or is hidden, uh, is, is something that uh, – People hide because they're ashamed to talk about it And some people are just scared And that that issue is domestic violence Um, A lot of times uh, We have situations where right next door There are people who are affected by this And we don't even know We don't pay attention Um, And sometimes as men We tend to think that when a woman has uh, Some angst in her attitude We believe that maybe she's stuck up Right, or something else, but we don't know what she's been through. So this poem is called She's Single. Okay, Go ahead. She had a little gangster in her, and I could see it. Her swag evident when she spoke. The girl was no joke, serious as a child's first heartbeat, but incomplete she was. Who knows what issues she left at home. Obvious she was on her own, wanted to brighten up a day, but I couldn't see the windows to her soul. She was cold, 30 degrees in California. No wonder she's single. So many years she'd been numb. Her nose bleeds cocaine lines. Needed a man but lived with a monster. Problem was she loved dramas and scary movies. Plus, she had fantasies of bad boys, thought she was a bad girl since she was eight, and her cards never looked so great, so she deserved it. She called it a gambler's curse. Realizing that her life was a gamble since birth, after all, there was never a day that heroin didn't stream through her veins, so Bucket was her motto. Even when he touched her, she was limp, but he'd spoiled sheets. She'd been down... He been down 15 years. She been down 15 years. I said, he been down 15 years, and still she never cheats. Still feeling the stinging pain of knuckles-mashing face in the morning. Too tired to make breakfast. Too bloody to go to work the next day. She's single because it's easier that way. It's easier to tell her children they daddy gone without having to explain the man she's bringing home. She often stares at toothpaste splotches. Her mind won't allow her to see beyond the bloodstains. She's single because love is a battleship that she could never navigate. There was nothing and no one that could guide her. She didn't want to be guided. She prided herself on the fact that she had high tolerance for pain. Why by the healing? Hardship was her character. After all, not an honest man would marry her, so she hated everyone that tried. Somewhere a heart died and resentment lies beneath her sheets. So incomplete she was, single. My sister though.
6: Wow, wow. Uh, everybody, uh, that's Mr. Urban Voodoo. He shared that on my. Uh, you got a. You have a. Uh, my friend over here. We have uh, Stephanie that's in the house. She's here with me at my house. You know, some people come in and they sit in. Uh, then people call in and then people text, you know, when they want to be anonymous because I'm better than the police when it comes to that. I, I won't tell. Uh, right. <laughs> when you shared that with me, I thought that was uh, you're 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 um, you're amazing and uh, you know, and I know I knew I knew I, you know I I knew I knew you. My, my, my girl Stephanie here, she was uh, I say about maybe the second month uh, of me doing the show on my own. Uh, she had came in, um, I had an episode on July 31st, uh, and it was in uh, recognition of my childhood friend that w- I grew up with, uh, Sybil. Uh, she was uh, beaten and brutally beaten, raped, and murdered. and uh, So I had to bring that show, and it was domestic. It was actually Women in Violence, the, a, cock, a deadly cocktail. And that show archived, what, 1,800? 1800, 1870. Archives listened. That was number two of my best shows. My my best my best show was what what we as women should know. And that archive I checked today is still growing. 4422, and that was where my brother the bishop spoke about his 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 ways. You know what men think. And so this show ranges from all social issues. And what's close to my heart, too, you know, I took a Domestic Violence 260 with Mrs. Uh, Zampelli. Much love to her out there. I did touch her today, too. All my professors out there, too. They enlightened me. So I, I think Stephanie wanted to say say something to you because when you touched on domestic violence, she had just left from it. So I think she was to say hi. So say hi. Hold on.
0: Yes, ma'am. Hello.
7: Hi. How are you? Hello. Hey, how you doing, Stephanie? How are
3: you? Oh, I'm blessed. all day long. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Indeed.
7: Great to meet you.
3: Nice to you also. That touched me uh, with the utmost uh, Being a domestic violence victim of myself um, I relate to some of the things that you just um, said And um, Things that you had addressed just a moment ago in your poem Was real enlightening Been there, done that, was that And in the short case, I am still that But within myself But I'm growing and I know better now Right I know there's a lot of things in, that I didn't know about that, but I was a part of that. But I can say now that I'm no longer that person that I used to be. I no, I no longer stay stay just because um, I was there just because. I was, <clears throat> part, I was a part of of that domestic violence circle. And it is a circle for all you women that's out there listening.
7: Yes, ma'am.
3: And I appreciate you and everything that you said and everything that you brought to us today. Um, I want to tell you that I'm. Uh, Give thanks. Black brother, my black brother, I love you. Stay strong.
7: I appreciate you. You know, uh, a lot of this is about healing and teaching at the same time. We are, We are to be students of life, but also teachers of life. And, you know, when we share our experiences or we share the experiences of others, we're able to create a situation where people can heal. And um, that's what it's all about, especially with uh, an issue like that, you know. And uh, I try to tell young brothers what they don't realize is that a long time ago, I was taking a case of a great uh, great sister, Fannie Lou Hamer. Fannie Lou Hamer was a woman who was fighting for the right for blacks to vote. And, I mean, this woman took beatings. She went to prison. I mean, well, not to prison, but, to, you know, to jail. They, like, they grabbed her and arrested her or whatever. Um, also, all sorts of uh, hardships, and this was an established system that was putting our sisters through this. And what's sad is that today our young brothers and older brothers are are like the wardens of that same prison, putting our sisters through this. So we want to try to heal by telling their story and by being vocal about uh, the issue so that maybe some young sister can see it about to happen.
3: You know. And on that and on that note, brother, there are a lot of women that are going through this that a lot of people don't know about the the outer the outer cover the mask, as I shall say. Right, it's, it's right. Different. The veil. Yes, yes, yes. The veil. Because during this process that I was going through this, I was working, trying to go to work as you said, trying not to go to work to cover up what I was being. Abuse for is for going to work, trying to establish myself, get myself out there and make myself better. He didn't like it. He didn't understand it because I was triumphing over something that he was trying to control. And that was something that, as, as a woman being brought up by uh, a church-going woman, myself, I, I allowed that to happen. But for those of you who don't know, speak out. Let it be known. Because this is something that's real, you know. But once again, I thank you, brother, for bringing this up.
7: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to express myself.
3: And I love your poem again.
7: Thank you. You know, um, I have. Uh, um, I can actually be found on Facebook if anybody's interested. Uh, I always post uh, notes. Within my notes section I have at least 100 and some odd poems or more uh, I'm also Googleable uh, either by my Stage name Urban Voodoo uh, Or you can uh, Search me by my actual Name Michelle uh, Fortson M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X F-O-R-T-S-O-N I'm Googleable uh, Google me if you'd like to see some of the things that I've done In Long Beach um, And uh
8: okay. And
7: if you got an opportunity next Friday, uh check us out, uh at the Anointed Diva Boutique. Uh show starts at eight PM. Um there's a modest eight dollar uh donation asked at the door and uh it's gonna be a great night of poetry, uh, and uh healing. It's also a Christian boutique. She has wonderful clothing and apparel, uh and uh accessories and whatnot for the ladies and gentlemen. Uh nice shirts uh you might want to check them out um uh, and they're open uh, during the week she also does tax uh taxes and uh the tax office is right on the other side of you know, the united so want to definitely check it out uh, support <laughs> the community yeah. you know black owned businesses uh, and that address is 801 East Artesia Boulevard Los Long Beach California 90805 that's for that GPS even though sometimes we get it wrong, <laughs> But uh yeah, it's it's definitely a wonderful thing to be able to share and I hope we can always uh each one, teach one and uh put that put that pay that forward. Um, you know, our ancestors called it Sankofa.
6: Take us to school. Take us to school. Well, you know, I'm just sitting here, I'm just learning. So take us take us to school. Yes, ma'am. Take us to school. Yeah.
2: I, I'm I'm
6: very um, I I I do have I do have my guest who, who's out there. I want you guys to we're gonna go ahead and tap in with them, and I want you guys to give him a warm welcome. He like you, is very multi talented. Um, uh, he's a UNLV representative for Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada UNLV student Hello. there. Yes, uh, he's a great guy. I've known him uh, when I met him. I just met him years ago. He uh, is an inspiration to, to me, and he taught me a lot, too. I, I learned a lot of things from him. So, and his name is Junie, uh, Mr. Junie George. He's the wow. third. He's the third, like a, like a Thomas White out there. Shout out there to Thomas as well. I have a lot of authors and a lot of, you know, creative people, and, I, and you guys really, you guys inspire me. Uh, we're going to go ahead and touch and say hi to Junie, and I'm going to introduce you as well because uh, he uh, – He's powerful, powerful, and young too. You know, I mean, you, I mean, young men. You guys are young men. You guys are really on your game. So let's let's say hi. Let's say hi, everybody. So we got Stephanie, we got you, Urban, and let's say hi to Junie. Let's let's get him in. This is this will be his first time on the show. So let's say hi. Hello, hi. Welcome to Junie's Group Theory. Hi, how you doing? I'm hey, you hey, hey, Junie. How, how you are doing? you? That's Urban. So far, so
7: how
1: you
6: doing, I Junie? How
7: you, uh, nice to meet you, brother. Oh, nice to meet you, my brother. Things all right? Sir. So what yes. It is? Oh man, it's, it's it's all about building,
6: brother. You know what I mean? Right, Google. right. Yes, sir. When I met Junie, um, actually, it was when I was embarking. It was me and the kids were uh, kids. You know, it just came to me when we were embarking on our first steps. When I lost my job, I lost my mom. And a year later, I lost my home. And when I met Junie, we had we. we that was the second state that we went to, and in the period of three years, we moved we moved fifty plus different places in two different states, constant on the move. Junie was was one of the nice people that I got to meet during that time, and I got to see through his struggle. He's a real great guy. Junie, uh, you know what I I never I don't know if I ever told you thank you for you know just the impact that you did because that during the time when I met you, I was I really didn't even know what to expect. I was just fresh, you know. Right. You know, I mean, everybody said, come here, do this and do that. And, and you know, it was it, it was a rough time. And uh, I had never did without ever in my life. And, uh, you know, living out there in Vegas for the short time we were there, dealing with the change mm-hmm. and all that, it was a struggle. But you made things a lot easier. But then I saw, you know, you, just like Cherokee, uh, mm-hmm. when I see that you guys have have taken a lot of crap, and are right. talking to Urban today, too, as well. You know, I don't feel so bad. You know, I, I mean, they told my car. They carried me through some extra. But I don't really feel I don't really feel bad at all about it. It's like, you know what? You know, if you want to bring it, bring it. You know, that's not going to stop me from doing what I'm going to do.
2: Right, And, you right. know,
6: these man upstairs can do that. So you guys are also inspiration. You, you, I'm a girl, so, you know, you got to give me a little well, bit of something. <laughs> being a girl, it
1: doesn't matter. You know, you just have to have the heart. You have to have the spirit to actually carry on, you know, because a lot of times, we get hit with a lot of obstacles that we have no control over, but the matter is just holding on to your faith and praying about it. And the Most High, He definitely will give you the strength to get through it, You because know, a lot of His prophets and a lot of His servants didn't have it easy either, but they did have one thing they had, the Heavenly Father to cling on to, and He gave them the strength to get through their struggles and trials and tribulations and their challenges. So, the same thing applies today. You know, just as long as you continue to hold on to the Heavenly Father, He's going to see you through your trials and tribulations. He didn't say it was going to be easy, but He did give you the tools that you needed to get through it, you know. Because basically, when a challenge is like an obstacle course, you know, you got to have rules and regulations on how to get through them. He's going to give you the tools you need to get through these obstacles. You can do one or two choices. You can use the right tools or the wrong tools, you know. And to do the job right, you got to have the right tools, right? So, the right tools is prayer, patience. Does that make sense?
7: Yes, does. Yes, does. You know, of Anyone still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I just have myself on mute. Y'all hear me? Yeah, I got you, brother. Yeah, you know, I don't know if the sister's still there, though. Yeah, I can't hear.
6: Oh, can you hear me? Hello? I'm yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Hi. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I'm still here. Um, I didn't turn my mic on, but it's all good. Um, a lot of people put the word spiritual on religious, you know. I know I know, Juni is, you know, I mean, he he showed me a lot. He showed me a lot. And I guess it's kind of like not to be bitter about things. When mm-hmm. You know, after he meet me, after you meeting us, me and the kids and Monique, and I was coming out there and that battle we dealt with when we got there with my sister in law, it, it, it was like a when it was, it was it was a situation that you went through that I, I I had to say wow, you know I didn't know how you could uh, you know I, I saw you losing I saw you, uh, you know go down up quickly I mean we weren't there but maybe three weeks maybe at the tops and and I saw you struggling with trying to help folks mm-hmm. and you know you had gave a lot to everybody and right. it was like. It, it, and you were like, I don't have it anymore. And you know, that was such, it runs across my mind every so often, you know, how you sat there and then you still didn't stop doing what you were doing after, you know, I, anybody else would have probably been disappointed. I got a little disappointed after so many years with me, me and the kids being on the street and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and they took Stephanie, the one who's here with me now, to tell me to come out here to Long Beach where there's services. The young lady right. I met last night with her daughter, you know, she said uh, she may mention that she had told the police that, no, you know, they, they said that she didn't get into a, you know, in L.A., I, I let her know I, there was nothing I could do for her there because I have no connections there.
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
6: I just have connections here. And then our main connection out here Cherokee is now, you know, early retired, wrongfully also as well. I see people go through, it's like, well, I see people go through traumas, but I still see them holding up and standing tall. So, you know, for I commend you both for being here mhm representing this it has been a whole month since i've been on, but I wanted to bring it and i i mean with you guys being here it's it's a a blessing thank you
1: right you're very welcome
6: junie's a writer oh. as well a creator as well
2: mhm
6: what you got going what you, what you got going on for today in the long beach just just out of curiosity who me yeah. No, you're in Vegas. Well, you, oh, you my got dad. something going on. Go oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'll be in
7: uh, tonight in Long Beach. I plan to uh, hook up with I mean Ill uh, Jazz uh, Artist. Uh, I mean Ill Collective over at uh, the Jazz Lounge um, over uh, connected to Roscoe's on. I think that's fifth, fifth and uh, fifth oh. and I think that is. I'm not sure.
6: Oh, oh, that's Broadway. You are you talking about across the next oh, Broadway. Me, yeah, on Broadway. That's it. What yeah. time is that?
7: Yeah, so that's the plan is to uh, be out there. So, uh, they get out about 9 o'clock, so I'll be in the house, maybe do a couple pieces with them. Um, but that's what's going on in Long Beach today. They kind of lay back. It's one of them lay back, kick back, and catch up on the things you didn't do during the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. this evening, we are going to have us a good time.
6: That sounds great. So 9 o'clock for you, 9 o'clock for uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles next door? Yes, I I might show up. I might show up. You know, um, Junie. Junie was supposed to be here at four, but you know, for some reason I couldn't call out of my studio, so he had, he had to call in, and and it was very, it was it was more so. Uh, he's out in Vegas. Uh, I've been asking him questions, and you know, uh, the situation with financial aid. You know, as well as I know, we've been having financial aid. This is the one thing that the president did do that was beneficial. That it is really standing, you know, true here. Is that the education funding is is going to be there? Um, Junie explained to me in Vegas that he he had to give up school for a, a while because Vegas didn't have any funding for the financial aid. I found that kind of funny because it, it, that was statewide uh, that he gave the money for education, and so I, it was. But it it's like what well, Vegas didn't have it, and so I got into asking questions, and you know Junie's going to bring it to us from the Nevada point of view. Uh, I know murder is on the rise up there, and uh, I heard a little bit about what's going on, the Tupac killing up there. And uh, it's getting kind of tight up there, and it's getting kind of crowded, right? Oh, yes,
7: absolutely. Didn't a brother get killed, a, a
1: rapper? Uh, yeah, just recently um, at the strip, yeah. um, there, what happened was there was an argument between two gentlemen over a woman. And um, what happened was it spilled onto a shootout on the strip. One of the um, gentlemen was killed. And they caught the man that did this. He's in custody right now as we speak.
3: Wow. Being he held hell, trial for murder.
6: Were they from Vegas or they were from out of town? Uh,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I think they weren't from here at all, period. I think there was somebody that just came out here to, I guess, have fun or have some good times or something, and then he got into a altercation with another gentleman, and next thing you know, it was a shootout on the strip.
6: You know what that says? That's two. That's two losses.
0: Two. Yes. Right.
6: Over, over foolishness. Right. You guys need to represent and tell. Let the guys out there know both of you guys from your angle. Mm-hmm. Seriousness. I, I. I've been. To, I, once I got the phone with you, um Urban, I I talked to Junie about t- sort of the same thing. I'm trying to fill everybody in on what's going on. This is mm-hmm. a real serious issue. You know the boys I wrote about a community and the guns and the guns and, and violence. Um, I asked the boys, and said, hey, you you think everybody's in jail because, and I, and I find it's good that we talk to our young people like this, and my son is 24, mm-hmm. Edward is 24, and then the little one was 19. And I asked him, I said, do you think that every, I mean, because gotta give a shout out there to Blair from Impact Radio, that's where I'm supposed to be sliding over to. I'm still staying with Blog Talk as long as I can because you guys know my deal. But it's like a I asked him. I said, do you think everybody's in jail because they did something wrong that they committed a crime? And I kind of got a, if you guys saw what I posted, it was kind of like a, mm, yeah, no, maybe, you know, they didn't really know. Well, I'm like, no, you know, we, I mean, everybody that's in jail, men and women, there's the Mississippi people that went to jail behind that, uh, that cop who turned cop or whatever and locked him up. I don't even know if they're out. So there's a lot of people in there wrongfully accused. So not to say I didn't do it, because, of course, everybody knows, even in the cartoons and the movies, the, the criminal always says, I didn't do it. But the case is there are a lot of people that are serving time for things they didn't do. Okay? And there's a lot of people that are sitting on death row for things that they did do. Where do we make the distinction between the two? So when I asked the kids the question, I got the response. Then I had to break it down to them. One, the youngest one knew that Florida is the has the most prisons in the total. Total, out of all the other states combined, it has the most prisons in that one state. You know, I, I started probing them and, and asking them, because really, our young people need to know this. It was something that Urban had said about people not, the young kids at school did not get involved in Black History Month. Let me tell you what a friend dropped on me last night. He said, why is it that February is Black History Month anyway? I'm like, uh, I never paid attention. He's like, how many days? Or I was like, okay. Yeah, you know, he put the two, I'm like, well, so who chose the February as the, the month of Black History Month? Because, what, Martin Luther King was January, right? So who who did come with February? You guys got any history with that?
7: Not really sure. Um, I'm not really sure about that. I, I believe that the, uh, Brother uh, Henry, Henry, what was his name? Uh, the brother who wrote The Miseducation as, as a Negro. Um,
0: oh, Okay.
7: I think he was the one who came. I think it's Henry Clark. I think it's Dr. Clark. I don't know it's Dr. Clark. I just can't think of the first name for some reason it slipped my mind. But um um I believe that brother uh was uh instrumental in getting us to have a Black History Month in itself. Now, why it's February and who chose February, at that time I wouldn't I would doubt. I would seriously doubt that anyone actually Chose February. Rather, I think it was more of a that was what they made available to them. I don't know. But, um, but, you oh. know, just the whole fallacy of all of these particular months to be put aside as if we're not supposed to, uh, like you have a conversation with white folks during the, I'm sorry, you know, I do use the word white folks because those <laughs> who think W H I T E are usually, um, are usually um, uh, susceptible to privilege. So, you know, I, I consider us all Americans. However, um, because they have these words, white and black, mm-hmm. um, we, we it becomes a class issue. But uh, particularly um, the whole idea that uh, when you have a conversation and you mention slavery or, you know, wrongdoings, it's always this thing about, like, oh, why are you guys always talking about it? Haven't you gotten it over yet? kind
2: of
7: sentiment, you know, even here in the media, like, you know, and then these these, these cold words that are used, words like, uh, words like entitlement, you know, uh, you know, in fact, I believe the Supreme Court uh, Justice recently had a statement he made um, where, where, you know, they're trying their best not to let something go through because of in, the idea of it being an entitlement. Places like Mississippi just recently ratifying uh, something that the nation knows to be uh, a, a just uh, law, you know, considering the voting rights thing. It's like crazy that we're in 2013, and these codes and things are still being used. So, yeah, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in February for 28 days on purpose. I wouldn't.
6: Yeah, huh. What do you think about that, Junie? I um
7: I can't agree more
1: because you know sometimes that as a people we've always been given what's left over just like during slavery when the masters and their families ate they gave us the scraps right but then what we did with those leftovers we turned it into a delicacy what you call
7: soul food now today
2: it's well, like what they give us your heart.
7: leftovers uh, and they travel too and far, far and wide to come big. and get some real soul food yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, and then that's something that they it's hard for them to accept, that no matter what they put us through, that we've always persevered through it. We've always found a way to overcome those um, racial barriers. I mean, we've still got a long way to go as a people, but we've come so far, I and mean, yet we still have so far to go as a people. The problem now is that we've got to eliminate the self-hatred that we have within ourselves. Because a lot of the things that, done, that was done to our forefathers and ancestors during slavery is still affecting us now. In, even in 2013, we still have blacks against blacks. we still got blacks hating on each other. we still got blacks who are in power who will not contribute to their community at all, and that needs to stop. If we're going to excel to the higher level, if we're going to actually be able to match wits with those who are in power, then we have to pull together as a nation, not just on an individual basis, but as a group. You Because know, they say there's strength in numbers, and without those numbers, yes, you know, we can only do so much on an individual basis.
0: Yes, that's right. But then
1: the key is you have to surround yourself with people that have the exact same ideas that you do, have the same goals, the same thought process, like, for example, Malcolm X or Martin Luther King had for us. And we have to put those actions into play because we can talk about solutions to our problems all day long, and they can come up with some great solutions, but when you don't put those solutions to work, what good is that? Right.
6: It's just a fairy tale. It's a farce. You know, it's a farce. And both what you both said this is this is the deal with this, you know. Um, I, I you know, mostly everybody, you, you guys, you, Joni, you've been knowing me for years. When you first met mm-hmm. me, when I first embarked on, you know, and Urban is learning about me and he's just been talking and he reads my work and he likes my work. He supports. Um, right. and I write a lot in which that's what we all do. We all as artists, as writers, we write about the things that paint us. See, I didn't have that. Uh, you know, I guess. I didn't have that old, you know, mask got me down, I got a tree on my back, and, you mm-hmm. know, oh, don't, beloved, and all that extra. See, I didn't have that. I wasn't brought up with that. I was brought up in a very affluent, uh, woman-dominated family. Well, it was men until, you know, they uh, shot at them and got rid of them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, like the, white man said, like the white guy had said on the 28th when he called in, where he was a riot. He sounds just like, uh, what's his name, uh, Shock Jock Howard Stern. He says, I don't know why your men hit it and quit it. I was like, wow, you know. <laughs> You guys gotta check that episode out because the things he said. You know, you gotta have, you, see. In the beginning, when I started getting calls like that from, you know, because we're not gonna, it, it's nothing about race, but you're always gonna have someone. You know, it, it, one of the one of the guys that called me on what was it the 28th and he uh, he told me he's picking cotton, in, and I was like, so how's that cotton picking going on? And he's like, you know, he's up after. You know, I I back to him. Yeah, No disrespect, because I never disrespect anybody. I don't allow anybody to be disrespected for at all. And during talking, you know, he ends up saying to me, you know, You're re- are you retarded? I'm like, no, I'm not retarded. I'm not the one who calls your show talking about you picking and <laughs> You know, I who's a retarded one? Bottom line, it's like on those shows, you know, of course, I get, I, you know, I don't ever hang up on them or anything. Some of them have become, you know, pretty cool. They call, I mean, two especially. I haven't talked to them in quite a while. They're in Texas. They call in and they shoot their, you know, what their, their, their myths and their stereotypes. And I just, I just tell them what the real truth is. Just like I told mm-hmm. the guy on the 28th, I have much love for everybody, and I want us all. Oh, see, it's, it's not going to be a black-white, Mexican example. You know, brown, yellow. It's not going to be a thing like that. It's a rich or poor thing. And let me tell you, just right. like Long Beach does before the Grand Prix, two weeks all year, all year from one from the the last day of the Grand Prix until two weeks to the next Grand Prix. They give out tickets to the homeless. You guys know I'm out on the riverbeds with those high heel, six inch high heel shoes. Now you know I walk better on the riverbed rocks than I walk on the flat ground. Right. But then, you know, I got to get to my people, so I got to right. take them some sack lunches and give them some hope. And, and just like my picture said, that sack lunch might have a sandwich, a fruit, a cookie, and a bag of potato chips in it. But what it really represents is hope. What we all represent together is hope. You know, I mean, what some of my well, you know friends out there, let's say Caucasian friends, because yeah, the word white, like, it's, it's kind of like a, little, a yanger, but everybody knows. If you know someone's heart, you already know where they are. They've been telling me, you know, they've been, you know, encouraging me to speak to my people, my people, my people of my color, you know, which they really, I'm a I'm a mix of different colors, which I think we all are. So, you know, Native Americans, I really don't know which one they're talking about. Are they talking about the Native American or are they talking about the Bahamanans or I don't really know, but they want me to bring, the the way they put it is that you know, Black America. Let's say Black America. We say Black Black people have mm-hmm. allowed for you, like you guys said, our leaders, our leaders who are supposed to be representing, and our politicians lead us now. See, this is not me, but to, to lead us to believe that we need them, we can't do anything without the politicians and the leader. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think, in a sense, when he, you know, and and then Mr. Davis, great guy. Him and Mr. Wuko from uh F M A M nine Seventy Miami. He they're great guys. They they touch me, they give me some encouragement, but then I also say, Here, study this, do that. Just like Renee, here, study this, do that. You know, and it's like okay and I and I, I feel them. Uh they they have they, they have the genuine, you know, uh concern to you know, that we not be on the pity pot. And, and, you know, really, I wasn't brought up with the pity pot. I, I mean, I'm a gangster from way back, you know I mean? I might have went to Catholic school all my life or whatever the case may be. But the case is, you know, I'm a gangster when it comes. I don't, I don't stand down to, you know, for too much of nothing. And, you know, you know if you, 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 huh?
7: Oh, no, I don't want to cut you off. I was, I was, no, go ahead. Well, you know, um, we we have a, a situation, you know, and we look at, we, we, we have a situation where we don't want to know history. Uh, so many mm-hmm. Many people don't want to look back, but, you know, in the in the beginning times of slavery, even before even getting on the boat, there was always that big man of the village, um, that big man who was able to oversee everybody in the village, you know. And then that was the man who, when the Caucasian came on the ship, who they talked to. They talked to the big man. Mm-hmm. You know, first they gave the big man some trinkets. He took them. They gave the big man a couple books and this different thing. He took them. He gave the big man some women. He took them.
2: Mm-hmm. Then they started
7: asking for things.
2: Mm-hmm. And when they started
7: asking for things, they weren't asking for just the same quality of things that they, they gave. They were asking for gold, diamond, mm-hmm. and then finally people. Well, we're still in the situation of the big man. They give the big man the power, the overseer uh, during slavery, who he didn't have to do all the work, all you had to do was ride back and forth on a horse and get down and kick whoever ass who might have slipped up and got lazy on the job. He he was the one uh making people wives give in. This guy, he was the one who would kill another brother because master say so. And right now there are people that are supposedly leading us who represent the big man or the overseer. Mm-hmm. They're only there, like this guy Clarence Thomas, they're only there to give credence to what the elite Caucasian says. So if the idea and the stereotype is that we're lazy, well, these guys are going to agree. And at the same time say, I'm not like them over there. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really my people. Mm-hmm. We have to come to a situation where we can step to them eye-to-eye economically, Socially, spiritually, and if uh well, we're gonna leave the other one alone because they get scared when they hear about um actually standing up for yourself physically
2: mhm however
7: we 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 we're in a situation where we come to them in need, we come to them as kind of like they treat us like children mhm we 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 come to them uh not able to say, "I have this conglomerate." Of, of people, or I have this constituency of folks. You know, we don't come as a solid block, and that's the problem. As long as they can look their down their nose at our situation because we beg them or we beg of them or we need to, I don't know, but we could do a whole lot of good within our community. You know, you could put a few dollars together and buy your own uh, mm-hmm. gas. Mm-hmm. line of gas mm-hmm. is killing us so bad. Um, look at the look at Valero. Yeah, it might be. Oh, but yeah. is some kind of collusion. Look at look at the NAFTA, the trade situation. There's North 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 Atlantic tree, trade and all of that crap. Look at that. Now oh. when you go in stores, you look for Doritos and you find Doritos with T- Tampico. Yeah. You see, I mean, without Tampico. what's the name? Tapatio. You tapatio. See, oh uh,
0: yeah, tapatio. Uh,
7: <laughs> tucky uh what they call Tikis or whatever those those chips are now
6: you see chili cheese, uh, chili, cheese.
7: Huh?
6: chili cheese and you know what what is the new chip that I saw the other day it's called uh um uh, chicken and waffles yeah, yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. No, see but but I'm saying chicken even deeper than that you yeah. see stuff that's straight up import sea quesos and... you know you see stuff like salsitos that aren't made by uh nabisco They're not made by Frito-Lay. They're not made by any of the major uh, companies in America. Instead, some of them are actually coming from Mexico. Some stuff Mm -hmm. that we have in stores to this day are coming from Mexico. And I say to myself, like, wow, who do we import and export with?
6: Nobody. You're right. You're right. They're taking taking everything to cheap. You know what? You know what? You know what? Okay, I guess, I guess you know, my, my friends out there, they, okay, when you guys say, because someone touched me um, and said about, you know, we had this discussion, uh, my friend Jay in New York, he is a revolutionary. He is Malcolm X of 2013. So, you know, he posts things on my uh, Facebook, and I don't really pay attention, you know what I mean? I pay attention, I read it, but, you know, I I give him things, I give him, you know, I told you guys about the DVD. I've even, you know, spoke on it, about how serious it is, and. I saw it before I even seen the DVD. So, you know, I touch on things, and so he touched me with a, well, a picture, and he, Hotep. Hotep is my good friend. What he put on it was, you know, the backers of, you know, the whole Obama and whatever, and what, what my what my Caucasian friend, you know, because, well, we just say Mr. Wuko because Caucasian might think, Mr. Wuko didn't notice, because he was like, well, where, he touched it and said, where's Obama on the list of, it was the queen, it was <laughs> it was all of the circle. And it was no, you know, he's like, well, where's Obama? And so it it angered some folks. And then when he touched me, I thought maybe, you know, he thought, you know, when I first started dealing with Jay, I call him Jay, Hotel. when I first, I thought he was anti-Christ. I thought he was, because, you know, when you say something about God, I mean, he's like, he's, you know, he's on it. He's like, you know, prayer is not what the people need. (laughs) You know, he's like like that, right? So I'm like thinking he just didn't like it. But it took me some time to see, see we have to listen and understand people and understand a vibe. I would have been thinking he was the anti-Christ, he's the anti-everything, he's anti-white, I would have thought he didn't like white people. The case is, he has more white people friends, white people on his his friends are mostly white. He's a very talented brother, but he had an angle like this. No matter what I said, even though I thought he was combating it, he had to approach that it, it boiled down to this. There are people my way, I can't my way is okay. Prayer, having faith, and things like that. See, I, you know, with I—that's what—that's how I live. God, dollar ten bucks. You guys know. And his approach seems a little rough, a little Malcolm X. But what I learned is that there are people that my way I can't touch. They—they they can't understand hope. They don't understand. See, it, it wasn't that he was anti anything. He talks to the people that I can't reach, and those are the people who have never saw hope. When you have, you know, like my friends out there, say, like, well, you know, don't be on a pity pot and, you know, don't cry. See, those people that I guess that, they, that are crying, because I had to say, Shelly had mentioned, she was like, well, what do we do? I'm like, you know, we, we go beg. Or we, I ain't beg nobody for nothing. My family never begged nobody for nothing. I came from a, a strong, hey, my nanny, she, she co-founded Local 399. My mom was a team for 952. And she came in right after Kennedy. Right after Kenny Wade, when he opened up the door, she walked right on in as the only black woman. So I got nothing positive, strong women. So I don't have that, oh, whoa, 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 it's me kind of thing. I guess the people who do, it's not that they really are crying. They just don't have hope. You can, you know, what I learned is you can't tell somebody, have faith, have faith. If they, if they never heard, it, they don't even know who God is alone. Have faith. Have faith in what? Have faith in what you don't see because I don't see shit. Or have faith in who? I mean, what is here for them to have faith? So he touches the people who don't understand my way of doing things. You know, they don't understand. They don't. They never had it. See, if you never had anybody to tell you that it's another, you know, if all you did was live in a say the inner city and in in, the, in in poor, you know, how are you gonna see any hope? How do you see a ray hope? We had to go down in order to feed our people out there under the riverbeds and in the, the behind the trash cans and the dark holes and places that you would think people wouldn't be, we had to crawl up in there to get in there to them. Right. You know, being that we had to crawl up in there, that's just like the people that he talks to. Even though, even though he doesn't have to crawl to them, he has to talk to them as though where they understand. Bottom line is, okay, you don't understand what faith is. You don't know what help is because you ain't never seen it. So what you need to do is get up, get cracking, and he talks to them that way. Nothing personal. It took (laughs) took me a while to get it. And then I realized that, okay, his way, has to be that way. He has to come with his way because there are going to be a lot of people I can't touch. There's going to be a lot of people that that person's not going to touch. It takes everybody's, everybody's, and and like they said, at the the guy said at the at the whatever anybody, nobody at this time in my life. Like I had to tell the guy, I don't even know anybody on welfare, uh, and like I said, as far as I'm concerned, is welfare still cracking? I thought it was welfare. What happened? You know, I I I, I ain't seen no food stamps or none of that. I ain't even heard about the EBT. So the case is. I don't know. I was brought up just, I was brought up in upper middle class. Like I said, hey, when I see, you know, a couple of white guys walk across the street one, and I'm over across the street, I cross the street too, I lock my door too, all that same thing. It's no <laughs> different. It's no color that separates the fact that you'll do some crime.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, nobody has the color of I'm a rapist, I'm a murderer, because if that's the case, then the Grim Reaper wouldn't have been cutting up. They'd have seen him coming when they was taking a pull. keeping <laughs> it <at> 100, <laughs> Right. See, you got to mm-hmm. be able to be aware. So if you don't know, you really don't know. Like I was saying to you about our students up there that didn't do anything for black history. See, it ain't that they didn't. It's not that they didn't care. It's not that they didn't acknowledge. Nobody, just like we said, who, who's mentioning anything? Everybody's too busy doing their own thing. Who's mm-hmm. going to take time to step back and say, you know, well, you know what is black history? Let's do something. We only got 28 mm-hmm. days. We better make it quick. You know, nobody. I mean, nobody's saying, nobody's introducing, it. everybody got other issues, they got financial aid dealing with, they called the, it, I mean, hey, come on, that financial aid office, they deal with other things, they're not paying attention, February is right after spring starts, so, you know, come on, really, when they're trying to get their financial aid, their direct loans <laughs> all that extra, they call it higher one, you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Urban. they're trying to get down with the get down around this time, oh, 28 days, it goes fast, I mean, it was mm-hmm. like February the 1st, just yesterday, <laughs> yeah Ooh, here, it is. It, here it is What, it's March already, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that they forgot You have to, we have to keep reminding ourselves Like sometimes I have to remind myself to keep with faith You know, I have to tell myself Wait a minute, wait a minute. God got it, God got it, God got it. Right, so right. It, it It's easy for us to lose it, right? So if you never mm-hmm. had it, how could you get it? How could you get it? That's what I'm saying so right. We gotta give our people out there A lot of debt for that It's not on them, it's just like the history books Nobody tells you what really was in a history book They told you what they wanted you to know Of course, that's where it begins.
1: If you Uh, you have no (laughs) knowledge of who you are, that's the perfect opportunity to tell you this is who you are. But see, they're not going to tell you this is going to be our story of them, not their true story. See, our history is told by them all the time. They're going to tell people what they think of us instead of us saying, you know, we have our history, we have our true history. We're gonna tell our stories the way they should be told, the right way, not the white way. You know what I'm
2: saying? In, in
1: other words, I say that.
2: Right.
7: i will tell you on that. In in fact, in fact, we got to stop being scared to tell our children on the on the on a more of a. Elevated level Because when you When you trip off Of Caucasian children Especially those And I hate to even Have to use these terms Man It just makes me so Upset That you can't just say uh, You know People from this side of town Or that side of town You know We're all American This type of California But no We are all separated By words Mm-hmm Crazy But one of the things That um, That um, uh, Amazes me Is that uh When when uh, we're dealing with 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 uh, folk, right? Um, we have to uh, we have to like always apologize for each other. You know, we got it's like they call Obama an apologist. He's always apologizing. They use these words and we let them. You feel me? hmm In
3: other words, I think we always we always trying to be victims. I don't think we do I think so,
6: We don't have to make up. You know, like I told Shelly, she was like, well, we need to retrain ourselves. We need to, we have to be, pro- listen here. We ain't got to do none of that. Because by the time we're reprogramming ourselves and learning how to speak correctly to who's standard, uh, you know what? It will be a loss. We're going to be just like the polar bears everybody poor like i said i see how they do the i see how they do to the homeless look lee you did i might not be homeless to the, chronically homeless today but i can see it coming back into my life very easily just by the stuff of somebody's pen.
7: that's that's the crazy part the whole nation is just about in a state of, of of disrepair, on the verge of being homeless, people who had good jobs are now lo, losing jobs. Like, I got a a friend of mine, a coworker, I, I mean, like, dude, she's getting laid off just because, and while, while, you know, the administrators and higher-ups are making six figures. It's just crazy. But, you know, I had lost my train of thought. What I was going to say is that we shouldn't be afraid to talk. Like, I talk to my kids like little people because little Johnny – Little Johnny's dad is talking to him him about the stock market, you know, talking to him about investments and how he gets annuities and all of these different things. He's talking to him about how you can, you know, tell certain types of people, you know, whether it's skin tone or language. He's teaching them so many different things that our kids, they, like, get to a certain age and it's like it's a surprise. You know what I'm saying? Who they up against. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and and that's because of the school system, you know what I'm saying. And so we got to like start, you know, reading us some Milana Karanga or somebody, you know, and being able to engage our kids at, in like the sixth, seventh grade in the conversation about uh, Timbuktu or Songhay, you know. Parents, we I see these kids they talking about the most ridiculous things, and I think that's partly as a community, it's like all oh, our faults, you know what I'm saying. I, I can, I'm I'm one of the one of the people to blame, you know, because. Uh, I don't think that we're all reaching as far as we can, but we can keep on trying. I think it takes each one of us, But I really appreciate what you're doing in Las Vegas because I know it's wild out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know it's very important to have a presence that's positive and uplifting in a place like Las Vegas. So, too, in Los Angeles, man. It's just a matter of time. We keep pushing like this and start getting them before they get corrupted. Right, right. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because it's hard to reach a kid if we wait until he's 10 years old. Of course. You know? I mean, that's where the best
1: training starts at a young age. They say uh, the best time to teach a child is when they begin to walk. Right. You know? And then child begin to learn language at an early age around their parents. You know, because I'm a I'm a witness. Because I grew up around my parents. And I picked up words I shouldn't even picked up when I was a kid. You know, like curse words. Because that's evidence right there You know, The learning experience begins in the home Now if the parents aren't Up on their P's and Q's as far as Educating their kids and homeschooling Like say for example basic common sense I mean, You can have all the book knowledge You can have all the academic knowledge But if you don't have that God given common sense All that academic knowledge means nothing mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm. You know Yeah you know what right. Right. Like, like Mr. Pudia said You got to have See IQ is good the EQ, you need EQ. Yeah, you e- need EQ. It's emotional I no quote. Okay, IQ is good because you can scientifically, uh, you know, research and you know come down to. It. But you know what? That's not a human being. That's not a human. That's that's a. That's a. What did I say? It's not a. It's not a human being. It's a being human. It's, it's 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 not being human. It's a human being. And and that's how they treat you. And when it comes to vets and things, you know, they're very crucial. They're very docile. And when we engage them. Just like we engage like I engage I've learned how to engage them. Me engaging the homeless has taught me how to engage everything from every angle. It has taught me how to have humility and to have forethought. See, as far as our kids you guys hear some country music going on? You guys hear some country music going on? Wait a minute, is there a lone star co is there a lone star cowboy out there somewhere? I I I to make mention to about the kids i have been telling i have been speaking on this particular thing as far as kids one thing that mr Rowan said jim Rowan that's jim rowan r o h n jim uh power of ambition he said, See, we teach our children and he 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 he's a unlikely he's the most unusual character he says what we teach what we should be teaching our children and this is and this is what they do do i mean and and it i when my kids were growing up, I did tell them about investing i told them about you know, he said, if you teach your kids how to go and go to go to school, get an education to make wages. He said, wages. You guys got to check this out. He's awesome. He said, wages are what you're gonna be working for the rest of your life. Profit. Profit mm-hmm. is where we need to teach our kids. Profit. Wow, that's powerful. The first thirty cents out of yes. Yeah. See. And I got to tell it, you know, my my family was all private school educated, everybody. My ma my, my dad, she was born in 1912. She went to, you know, University of Louisiana. And, you know, for the life of me, I don't know why they didn't, I was not know why women get burnt out. I, I I don't even know, to this day, I don't, you know, truly don't understand why they got away with They lived in a city, they raised chickens, they had a, you know, white doctor for the family, all that extra. I don't know how they escaped. Some people escaped it, but I don't Right there in the middle of Louisiana. I don't, I don't understand. If Mississippi was burning next door, I don't, I don't know. The case is they made it. They survived. But they also told me education is first and foremost, as long as you got brains, nobody can touch you. When they when they both died, and then the job, and how I got treated, man, you know, everything that they had said, no disrespect to my nan or my mom, but they left something out. And I think that's what a lot of people are telling us. We're leaving things up. We're not giving our kids the right tools <laughs> As opposed to telling them go to school to get an education to do what. To do what.
7: Right. No, I agree with you, one hundred percent.
6: You know we we need to give them the two. just like our civil rights leader. Our leaders, talking about the L Sharpen. Talking about the L sharpening. See, we gotta get rid. We gotta get rid of the old. We, and you know mm-hmm. what? I was looking at a. Uh, they did a. You know the dude uh, with the boondocks. I thought the episode. Of uh, well, well, they had the guy. I guess uh, CeeLo Green was playing him, and they had him as a you know getting rallying up, you know, and there was this white lady, blonde lady, and it was kind of funny. I didn't did get that? I didn't get that until I looked at the DVD that I have, and I put two in the DVD I said that's L. Sharpton and L. Col- L- K- what was her name? Coltrane, you know, clowning on the on the. Co- I said, oh, so that Boondocks clown that whole thing, because of course, in the, in the DVD they showed him saying, in the such-and-such such case, I and then they show in black with the right writing, nothing happened. Showed it, nothing happened. And then that uh, that congresswoman out of, I think it was uh, Cincinnati or one of those back East States, she was speaking on the Trayvon Martin case. She was saying that, yes, and this is one thing that we do, and, and see, let it not be said, when the news reporter asked her a question, and see, news reporters are very. They, I mean, they they book learn. They're journalists. I mean, they know what to ask. They know when to ask, and they. I mean, they know how to dig in. I mean, you know, like no other. So when the news reporter asked her, what what was the child's name? When she said, "Oh yeah, she said, "Would it be a big difference?" You guys, hear some country music going on?
7: Oh, you know music? what that is? I'm in a room. That's
6: I'm in a room
7: music? next to my father. And he then fell asleep on the beginning of his, oh. his movie. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. That's, that's
6: good that you got your dad. <laughs> my
7: bad. Let me, let me get okay. away from there and close my door. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's
6: okay. I was just about to do a square dance. right I was like, what's going on over here? No, nah, I,
7: yeah, I was going to check on Pops, and he, he in there and then fell asleep to the, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, beginning of your movie, the um, main screen. Uh-huh. It fell oh. it screen, uh huh. In same
6: music. It just, keep, it just keeps rewinding over like Netflix. Yeah, it just keeps going but, back to the beginning. It was pretty good. It was pretty good that I looked at the time. Anyway, this okay. You guys have never been on the show. When it gets down to the last, we have I have two hours. The show is two hours, but I have a last free hour. So when it gets down to the second hour, I go ahead mm-hmm. and I take it out. You guys remain where you are. You remain where mm-hmm. you are. I kind of like close it up, but we come back. In this, last, in, the, in this last hour, we're going to touch on some of the things that me and me, I talked to both of you guys separate about that are very mm-hmm. important. So you guys just stay where you are until sure. the song goes off. I'm going to go ahead and take it out with my intro. You guys run out here when I play my intro. So I play in my intro on my outro. It's called I Ask Myself. And I heard this song a long time ago. And when I heard it a long time ago and when I ran back across it, I was like, it is the perfect song for me to bring, to, you know, for me to represent what I am and who I am and how I learned, right? So mm-hmm. with that, um, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and take it out with that. It is now 56 after the hour. You guys make sure you stay, keep your phone charged up because if you, get, if you get knocked off after that second hour, you can't get back in. And I don't know why I couldn't call out to the studio today. I don't know. That's another issue that I will deal with. You know I take a lot of flack out here. Uh, you know, like my friend uh, Brent says. He said, "You know what? If you were a man, they kill you." <laughs> you know, I kind of laughed, but I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, if you're a man, they kill you." I was like, "Oh, well, thank God I'm not a man." <laughs> you know, you know, save me by t- the care of my teeth. The thing is,
1: by you being a woman. They may not try to kill you, but they may try to intimidate you to try to stop you from doing what you're doing. but I always say this: you know don't stop doing what you're doing because what you're doing is putting a dent in a major problem here in our community. you know you got people who sit back and do nothing. you got people who sit back and listen but take no action. you know you got people that talk, but they don't walk. you know what you're doing is all of the above you talking and you're walking. You know, you're not only coming up with solutions, you're also putting those solutions into action, you know, and that's what makes you an inspiration to others as well because you back up what you say and how you say it. You know, we need more black women like yourself that's actually not afraid to take a stand, that's not afraid to put out there what's right and speak out against what's not right. You know, if we had a lot more sisters out there, like, you would probably be a lot better. Just like we need a lot more brothers out there that's not afraid to take a stand because there's a saying that's, if you don't take a stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And for right anything. now, the majority yeah. of our community is falling for whatever's been put out there. You know, it's mm-hmm. time to take a stand and say, you know what, this is nonsense. This is garbage. You mm-hmm. know, all this garbage about thugism and all this garbage about uh, it's okay to have a baby daddy. It's not. You know, you need to have that father, the mother, and children household. You know, you have to have the head and you have to have the second command. Without that, you know, families is, is going to be in disarray.
6: And and that's true. Uh, When we come back after the hour, I'm gonna go ahead and take it out with. uh, Ask myself. I want you guys to pay attention to it. It is my theme song. It's by Robin Thicke with Mary J. Blige. I'm gonna go ahead and play it when we come back. We're gonna touch about the whole subject about our children, the things that are on TV. Why we've been sleeping? We have been sleeping. We've been sleeping, and things are going on right in front of our faces, in front of our children's eyes, our grandchildren's eyes, that should not be allowed. That are against, really, against the law. See the land of the law tells you what you can do, but it's okay for some. So we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna touch you, I'm gonna touch you guys with Ask Myself. This is by Robin Sick with Mary J. Blige. I wanna thank everybody out there for listening in. Stay tuned for the last hour so we can get a little laugh. I'm gonna have a little fun on the last end. Um, stay where you are, make sure you guys have your phones are charged up. This is Ask Myself. When I got into this uh human service business when I was homeless with my kids and after I've gone through all I've went through and paying it back forward, you know, I had to say, I had to ask myself what it was that I can do to make a difference in someone else's life, just one, and that's where I got this. I, I, I got this, this cut, and it, and it's really expresses who I am, you guys. So, check it out. This is Ask Myself on Genius Group Theory, your KXRW, your Community Connection Internet Radio Station, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. Check it out.
8: Get up. I got a papa, papa. Oh, something for me and my friend, babe. and peace and body.
6: Everybody, but you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now three after the hour. You're out here with me. Actually, my girlfriend Stephanie's in the house as well. I have my good friend Juni and Urban Hoodle. Uh multi talented men out there supporting today, bringing in some good words of wisdom as well. That was Ask Myself though. So. Uh as you guys can tell I kinda it kinda represents everything that I that I I feel about myself. You know, I had to ask myself. Um, Before we go back into uh, our last hour, uh, this is – let me do the call letters. This is your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station, broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. This is Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to thank you guys for being here. I'm happy to be back. And uh, I want to touch you guys with this. This is is something that we do need. So before we get back into uh, meeting out there with my guys – I do have you know, I had said to someone the other day, said you need somebody you need people to follow behind you. I don't know. I was like, Well, I don't know anybody. Other than everybody in other states. Everybody represents for me in other states and other places. It's very far and in between out here in Long Beach that I have too many. ones that I did have, well, you know, it's kinda like you lose one, you gain a hundred. But you also you gain good people. See so like what like what the guys are saying, we do need people who are about it, about it. And you do have to walk that walk. I'm no angel. I don't proclaim, I don't proclaim to be. I'm just a, just, just a person here who's trying to make a difference, who wants? Who believes that it can be done, and it can be done. There's nothing that's untouchable for anybody. I've done it. A lot of people ask me, like the two people I met last night, they say, well, how did you get away? What did you do? You were homeless? Well, yeah, I was chronically homeless as well. Bottom line is, I did it. Whatever I I did, I'll show you. I'll take you there. See, you don't have to have fear be able to see someone else grow. It's cold and lonely at the top. If you look and pay attention, mostly people who have millions and millions of dollars, they're sad, lonely, they're killing themselves. So you say, why do they have all that money? See, money can't make you happy. Money won't stop you from killing yourself either. But you know will help you when you got money? So they say you can't get into heaven. It's hard for a rich man to get into heaven. It's like going through do an Ivanita or something like that. No. Let me tell you what Jim Rohn said. You know, he said he'll deal with God when he gets there. He said, as long as you're doing what God's work with, that, it's what you do with money. It has nothing to do. You're not going to be punished because you're rich. You're going to be punished if you're rich and greedy and selfish. There it is. It is now six after the hour, six minutes after the hour. I want you guys to pay close attention to this, too. This is Stevie Wonder. What it is that we do need today is we need love. Hate is going around. It's going around in our family. It's being taught in that enculturation. See, when they say I I don't know anything about multi multiculturism is what my one of my one of my audience members called and said, I don't know anything about that, but I do know about enculturation. And that means embedding things into children that are not culture. Hip hop is not culture, sagging is not culture, none of that is culture. Culture is not what you wear, how you live. Culture is a tradition. It's the founding of your heritage. Nothing to do with singing, laughing, and all the extra. Laughing and what dancing and singing has nothing to do with it. Culture is a b- much more broader element than what you could ever imagine. So let's go ahead and do a call letter. Let me drop you with love is the meat of love today. Man, it's an awesome cut. It is now 7 after the hour. of your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. Stay tuned. Kicking out here with Jesus Girl Theory. Here is Stevie Wonder with love is the need of love today. That's what we need, you guys. Keep me po- love to Everybody, that was Do We Wonder's Love is in Need of Love Today. And if we don't need love, is love going to need love today? I don't know what. So let's go say hi to the guys representing out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW, Gina Groove Theory, <laughs> your community connection internet radio station. Like I was talking to both the guys, hey, 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 we're back. Hi. Hi. Hey. hey. Yeah, I thought we were in need of some of that. <laughs> some of that. And that's kind of what we need. Um, you guys, you guys, I want you guys to, uh, you guys share with me. Uh, you guys are really, really nice to me. A lot of people just give me so much praise. But like I said, there are so many people out here. Tomorrow's show actually is going to be uh, Mr. David Hanshaw. He's out of Texas, Long Longview, and he started his children's special project with no funding from the state, federal, or private funding. And it started in 2001, and he's still going strong as he is. He is a 501, 501C3, but he made. I mean, you know what? I think uh, just like these agencies that are third party, and they're becoming, they're coming, they're becoming five future, future what, future, what fortune 500 companies, but they're supposed to be helping the homeless and so forth. See, I don't know. See, once you start taking, I guess when you start taking funds from state and federal, you know, governments, city and local. Then they can kind of tell you how to regulate things, and I think that's where people get lost. They get lost in the shuffle because you got people who has the money from the state and federal. They're giving it out like it's their money. They're making the choices on who to give it to. Shouldn't be any. It shouldn't be any homeless out there. It shouldn't be nobody hungry. Should be no kids starving. All that extra. You know, like I said, the first, the first what I get, you guys, everybody's rolling with me. I'm not, I'm not gonna be like Hammer. I'm not taking a whole entourage. The case is, I'm taking an entourage because we're all working together. Now we ain't gonna be dancing on stage another extra, and I'm not gonna be spending money just be you know just be having cocktails. Case is doing something positive with our resources. Money can't come into our communities. We can, we have to. You know what? We have to pay taxes anyway. That's gonna be something we're gonna be doing to the day we die. People that don't do it, who have money, you guys won't have your money long if you don't pay those taxes. We're gonna have to do that anyways. What about putting some money over to the side? I offered up the first forty dollars to start. Hey, it doesn't have to be my bank. It has to be in my name. It could be a community bank. It could be something that we can build for all of us. We've got to have a little bit of trust, of course. It's hard to trust. Maybe you guys can touch on that subject about what it is that say today. Where are we as, in far as trusting each other, as far as getting together? Do you guys have any ideas as to what? I mean, I can encourage. We can encourage. I do my best, but how can we encourage them to? You know what I'm saying? Deal with, you know, the expectations that somebody might get robbed. (laughs) Because, you know, that's what people are fearful of, of getting involved in things. And I do understand that. You guys got any, you know, uh, options that, No, you guys are both incredible on how you come up with ideas. So, one at a time, one of you guys, let us know what it is that we can do. Okay. I'm going to let you go first, brother.
1: Two.
7: Yes, sir.
6: I want you go
1: first,
7: brother. Oh, you're gonna let me go first. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I want you go first.
7: Well, I would uh you know, it makes me it brings to mind um one of the uh tenets of a a well written book um that I have come across called The Seven Habits of Highly uh, Effective People. Um and um in this book, right? Uh, one of the chapters of this book, um, it has uh this tenet Begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. So we're beginning a thing. Um, if we're beginning a thing, this is this, uh, Franklin Covey. And, uh, if, if you know, the idea is that if we're beginning a thing, we, if we're already thinking, I'm going to get robbed. Oh, my, you know, it's a slippery slope. Oh, if I help this community, then this community will turn its back on me. Oh, if I stay and live here, they'll rob me. Oh, if we, yeah, that's what you're going to, if you're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We have to start thinking about uh, the potential of the good that'll come out of it. Like, I do shows all the time, and sometimes we don't get paid. A lot of times, you know, we, we, we're doing it for a community event, or we're doing it for other things, you know, but sometimes getting paid might just mean gas money or being fed, but the point but all is, is that we didn't begin thinking, oh, they're only asking me to do this so that they can swindle me. When we think like that, you know, we're never going to get anywhere because the one person who could lead to that breakthrough that you might need, the one company that could help you advance uh, your ambitions, that one thing that just like this this background track crap we we you know we as a community have let them slide the background check on us so hard that we got people in the community that cannot get a job, not just that they haven't found a job, no just that the door is closed in so many directions that their skills are gonna get a job. We gotta stop thinking that they're gonna rob us and start thinking about ways that they can. Help us, benefit us. Perhaps if we had more stronger men in the community, even though they might have gone wrong, maybe these kids wouldn't be going wild because they'd have somebody who could relate to them. You know. So my thing is, is, is like you said, pay it forward. Pay it forward. If you give or you 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 um invest with the idea that you are helping a cause move forward. If nothing else, your conscience. Says to you, you help this thing get off the ground. Right. And that dignity is something that uh, it rubs off on people around you. You know, we have to start feeling a, a, a dignity. That's what our grandparents had. They might have been whatever, but they had dignity. And we need to get that back.
6: Right, right. It makes perfect sense. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. like that idea. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Before Junie, uh, it's called CBT. I speak to people about it all the time. CBT is, as you know, Urban, and I'm quite sure you know, Junie. CBT, Mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy, and Mm -hmm. the 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 best one to work with is starting with, you know, other than meditation, other than prayer, and other than you know, young young ring, you know, that old chatting and all the extra and tapping. There are all kinds of ways that you learn in stress management, as you know, right? You guys know. Of, of of easing the uh, human humans the first thought that a human has always for some apparent reason comes out to be negative. You know how we are. The first thought that runs across your mind, then that negative thought. What the best worked for me is taking using the CBT technique of taking that as soon as that negative uh, comes in your head, boom, turn it to the positive. So like for instance, what I've learned also too, what you might see that might be a bad situation. Like they tore my car last week, right? They tore my car, right? You know, you look at it like, oh, my God, they told my car. No, it's like, you know what? There's a reason. Right. I bet you, you know. nine times out of ten, I'm going to give me a new car. When when mm-hmm. Long Beach illegally sold my my uh, Mazda 626, I was devastated. And they told me it was nothing I could do. But guess what? I was given black Diamond. I mean, in, in lieu of uh, a 1994 uh, Mazda 626 uh, with a black hood and burgundy body, in lieu of that that they sold, I was replaced with something better. So you have we have to kind of look at one door closes, another door opens, one bus mm-hmm. pulls up. Now, when we're talking about men and women, right, when we're talking about relationships or we're talking about getting with somebody, you we say, well, one bus pulls up, the other one pulls up. That, that goes with anything, not just men and women, not just the relationships, in life. When one door closes, another door opens. It is leading you to another direction. This direction I'm going right here with this because I'm not a politician, but the case is the direction I'm going is the reason. There's a reason and a season for everything, period. Nothing comes without some type of warrant. There is. And there's good in everything, which may seem bad. Never is really bad if you look at it in the light of, oh, it's time to change. Change is good. Right. Change is is. It's one thing that we can do. It's choice. Like humans, as humans, we're the only animal that can make decisions and choices. We are the only ones that because dogs, cats, and everything they can't. We can't. We can talk. We can speak for ourselves. We can feed ourselves. We can feed each other too. What we can do for ourselves, we can do for the next person. does doesn't make a difference. Can't keep walking over people. Well, I gotta walk with people. Pretty much. Right. So I'm sorry, Junie, but go no ahead.
2: <laughs>
1: Give it to no, you make perfect. You perfect sense there. Um, one thing that I look at as far as the community get involved in something that's going to benefit it first of all, you have to have a heart and a passion for people. Right. Okay. That's where it first starts. I mean, your intention should not to be making profit.
2: Right. Is not to be selfish
1: and saying, you know, I'm. What can I do to this community? How can I benefit from? No. How can the community benefit from this? You know, including yourself. You know, what would be truly rewarding as payment is seeing the community grow stronger. is seeing the community grow bigger, better. You know, it's always about being a leader. You know, anybody can get up there and give orders and be boss, but can you be an example? Can you be a light to the people? Can you shine? You know, anybody can give orders, but can you show how it's done? You know, how can you be a trendsetter instead of following someone else's trend? You know, anybody can get up there and follow a trend, but can you be a trend center? You know, we already got cats like Reverend, Reverend Al Sharpton and these guys, you know, they're, they're out there talking and talking, but, you know, are they truly walking the walk? You know, you got to be somebody like Malcolm X. you got to be somebody like Frederick Douglass. Had to be somebody like Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, who actually put their words to action. Like Martin Luther King, put your words to action. You know, wonder why these people were so loved, because they backed up what they said and how they said it. You know, people admired them, and people adored them because they had a heart and a passion for people. They had a heart and a passion for their community. Like Harriet Tubman, she helped the slaves escape. Why? Because she had a heart and a passion for them. Malcolm X had a heart and a passion for his people because he got sick and tired of the oppression. Yeah, he was an ex convict, but look at how he rose to power. That just goes to show you anybody can change from negative to positive, you know. Look at Martin Luther King. You know, he had not only just black people walking behind him, he had whites walking behind him too. Why? Because those white people saw his vision. They saw what he was trying to achieve. They saw what he was trying to do. He was trying to bring all people together as one human race, as one nation, you know. That's why these people were admired. You know, the only way an activist... Is going to truly be effective He has to have a heart and a passion for the people In the community and In an order for community organizations to work They have to have that same heart and passion for everyone Not for certain groups of people with money They have to have a heart and passion for everybody The poor alike It has to be on equal level Playing field It can't be because you've got money you get a certain amount of this Or because you're poor you can't get this No, everybody has to be on the level of equality That's the only way it's truly going to work Does that make
2: sense? Yeah, definitely.
1: yeah, yeah.
6: My real they, Made plenty okay. of sense. Did you guys check out the pictures that I used? Um, speaking of, you know, the white people who, you know, uh, were out there fighting too. There, there. I mean, there, there were a lot of white people out there fighting for it. You know, it's it's amazing that no one it, seems to touch on that. But, uh, and one of the pictures that I posted in this episode was the young white kids, you know, and you know, supporting, uh, you know, the Panthers and supporting the move and there were a lot of white lives lost, too. Uh, you got to look at the whole uh, mega Ever situation and those those young men who, uh, well, you know, I believe it was one black and with three white, they lost their lives, you know, uh, trying to make a difference because they, they want to stand up for it. If I have to lose my life for, you know, my cause, you know, I, I guess, I well, not I guess, I, I'm, I'm pretty much ready. You know, I, I've been, I, I'm getting touched. I'm getting touched. There are a lot of people that don't like what I, I do. But the bottom line is, you know, I look at things like there's no weapon formed against me, we'll, you know. I'm I, I'm I'm a soldier, soldier all day. I, I wouldn't say I fight for the, you know, go over and fight, you know, in the Middle East, but for for here on these grounds here, I will fight. There's no problem with me because no weapon no weapon formed against me. I do have a shield. I have the shield of righteousness and truth. That's what
3: if, I wrote with.
7: If I may add something,
3: sure. Um,
7: see, no one says that there were, you know. No white people that help Because true indeed they did But we're in a situation today that The best way a white person can help Is to stand up to her daddy His uncle Her mom Her cousins Their cousins It's like dude You might come and chill with me You might even While chilling with me Suffer some of what I'm suffering but when you get taken to that family gathering, or that business meeting, or that bus ride with the guy who just started talking to you because you were white and everybody else on the bus looked different, and he starts and they start going into that shit, mm-hmm. gotta stand up. When you see the police, and you know what, white America, they need to stand up against racial profiling. In a right. more 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 active way. They can't just talk about Trayvon Martin and then sidestep racial profiling and go into right, right. this this uh this what they call it uh uh uh, uh stand your ground. Man, fuck stand your ground <laughs> walk down the street and be black. I'm sorry if you're not supposed to curse, I'm sorry. But walk down the street and be black. We get pulled over for In my opinion, mm-hmm. if you want to help. You got to start standing up to that. You got right. to start telling these. Stop in our community. Stop going over there because you know it's cheaper and buying up a, a big old slum village and selling it to us. Stop letting the banks do the shit they're doing specifically to black people. If you really, really, really ain't with that racial shit, stop mm-hmm. taking part in the privilege. And start standing up against the privilege so that we can all be American and share equally because it, it, the deck is stacked, and it keeps stacking it right next to the white neighbor who comes to the neighborhood. It's like, dude, no, nah, man, you got to stop your neighbor from doing what he's doing.
1: Right, you got, right, If you
7: make me do it, then I'm going to jail. Right. You know, <laughs> no. they going to throw my mama in jail. I'm they might not. kill me. Mm-hmm. Enough of y'all did it. Oh wow! Oh. Well, <laughs> my take on it.
6: Mm, uh, I, I, I. You know what? Uh, I, I, I kind of feel you. I kind of feel you on that. In, in other words, in other words, uh, just like because you know what? It's not just. It, I mean, stand up when you see someone being abused on the street. Right. Stand up when you see someone getting stumped out. Just like the uh, the, the mentally uh, challenged man out in uh, orange. You know how they beat him to death stand up you know i mean and he was a white mentally ill person it's like you know i think so many people oh, have goodness. so much power yeah they they beat him to death and and you know and i hope his family gets justice because see it's just like they we're we're stigmatized with being black well uh mentally ill see i'm mentally i i'm i'm a survivor of mental illness so i have well, how many stigmas i got two i got me being black me being a woman and then me having mental illness that's three stigmas we have to put an end to what, you know, quote-unquote, what crazy people do. It's not, you know, it can touch anybody. When I'm representing in City Hall, from Department of Mental Health, I tell the the other side of the neighbors, or the neighbors who don't want mentally ill people traveling through their, like my kids, my property value is going to go there, you know, all that extra. I used to be you guys. I used to look and say, oh, they just won't, they don't want to work, they don't, they out here begging, they won't, until I walked off. And had I not walked to that walk, i s I've been on the other side with the you know, with the neighbors who don't want it there. The bottom line is it can happen to you. Anybody, it doesn't have anything to do with drugs, it has nothing to do with any wrongdoings on your behalf. You can be the star player on your job team, but you can get that pink slip. And you ain't mm-hmm. I mean you might think I thought I had enough money saved up. I didn't. The bottom line I had CDs, I had Iris, I had all that all of that. When you're fighting a giant with my, my, my ex employer was a giant, they're billionaire. When you're fighting a giant who has more attorneys than you have they can hang in there for a long, long time. Six years mm. into it, but I was starving. My kids were hungry.
1: about that, Miss Gina? Remember David and Goliath? You, yes. you know why David took down Goliath? Because he had the power of God behind him. That's bigger than that giant. All he had to do was flick that stone, and he hit that giant. Goliath, smack dab in the middle of his 40, and guess what? He went down. Quick. Yep.
6: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. And said, also, no too,
1: one talks about my God like that. I'm going to show you that I have the power of God behind me. And he flicked that stone, and guess what? Direct hit right in the middle of Goliath's forehead. Goliath fell like a stone.
6: Nobody's too, Nobody too big. Nobody too big. You don't have to be free. You know, you know what? The only thing I do fear, the only person I do fear, uh, when my friend said, you know, you being a girl, when he said, if you were a guy, they kill you. And when he said that, You know, I looked at the reality of, you know, our social networks that, you know, I I work on and and I look at the... I see a lot of things, you guys. I mean, uh, this problem is bigger and greater than I could ever imagine. And like Renee told me to do, she said, bring the stuff that it is that we don't know. We know all about what... See, media manipulates a lot of things. I was on on my friend's... uh, Mr. Frank uh, Wuko's uh, timeline this morning, and, you know, he was speaking on it. You know, see, the media has a way of... You know, twisting things around. They they make you see what they want you to see. As opposed, like I told you about the little kids in the beginning of that DVD. It's a little kid, and it was a shooting, and they they cut out everything except the the part where he said, "When I get big, I'm gonna get me a gun." See, on the news, that only showed that part of the segment. But see, there was a, the reporter was questioning this kid. The kid was like seven years old, and he was asking him questions like, "You know, what are you?" You know, and it's it, so it's. You know, see, to me, if that had to been my kid, if that had been my kid, and after the after the segment, a white man comes off and he says he's the one that speaks about the president. He says, "Well, you know what? You you guys think he's running something? He's not running anything. He's doing the best he can. He is doing what he can with what he got. He's not. Right. He ain't. He's just what uh, you heard of a You you know how to play chess? You know what? What are the the what are the uh figment, the figures that are on the chess? They're pawns. Pawns. Even yeah. though they're kings and queens, they're still right. all pawns really, ponds in the game of life. Monopoly. Monopoly is what's going on with the car dealers. Monopoly is going on with the whole world. People are worried right. about Illuminati. You know, while you guys are too much, like I said, all that Atlanta housewives, all of that 16 and pregnant. Let's bring this up. You know, I, I think I talked to both of you about this. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in in this country, any any speak, speaking of any relation to a, a, a young person under the age of 18, that being a woman, Young under 18 and anything that has anything to do with sex is supposed to be considered child pornography. Period. I work for the world's largest phone virtual company in the world, operating with legal operation, it, pretty much legal prostitution. But you know, by via phone, via you know, via computer or whatever, it's, it's against the law. You cannot put a six, any anyone, 18 and under. At 18, you're an adult. You can show whatever you want to on TV. You can do what you want to, but that's an adult. 16, anything under 18 that has any reference, to when it has to do, that's a child. That's a child. So let's say we've been sleeping. We've been sleeping. See, we too we too busy watching uh the Housewives of Atlanta, uh, uh Honey Boo Boo, and all the extra, all the extra, and all those shows are there just like the people up in Oakland, the black folks that got that little Ebonics things. See, we getting thrown off by all kinds of stuff. It's called distract the Negro, and you get distracted. Bottom line is. Sixteen, a, a child of sixteen, a girl of sixteen getting pregnant, having a baby on a show, making mm-hmm. making young young men because there there hasn't been any uh, inner city black children on the show is you know but it's still a disrespect. Like I right. told the, the the caller who called in to me, see I didn't even think of it at the time I was talking to him, but any reference to sixteen and sex is considered pornographic. Sex- child per month. It's kitty form. I don't care if they, they're not physically showing it, but they're showing pregnancy. They're showing baby daddy, baby mama. They're showing, go get a, you know, we're going to get into an apartment. We're going to have another baby. Right. We're going to move to the trailer park. You know, and, and look, that ain't the American dream. Come on, let's keep it 100. When they brought up the American dream, American dream is not to get pregnant at 16. Have, make, a, make a young man a deadbeat dad early. You know, for what? For the entertainment of the money. It's all about the money. We need to get those kind of shows off the air. You know what? Honey, boo-boo, all of that extra, anything that is derogatory, that is negative, that is of no value for our children, and that means all of our children, needs to be taken off the TV. 16 and pregnant, pregnant, that is child pornography. Somebody needs to say something about that. You cannot put a... Okay, point in question.
7: Huh? You know, if I can, I mean, I understand... The idea of taking it off air But I think it's bigger than. I think it's We're in a situation Where we need to Create our own air And just Their shit don't even Be even in our market like, for real, we need our own market that doesn't even deal with these folks and what they want to do, because then they run back to free speech. Oh, it's freedom of speech, you know. You can't make me not be able to... The people are consumers, they'll get with No, it's like, okay, well, then y'all want to do that? All right, then let's take our black dollars and put them over here. Well, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And create mm-hmm. our own industry of, of, right. of, of TV, of... We... Mm-hmm. Helped revolutionize theirs I had to do a project with my daughter About Sidney Poitier That right. brother Helped revolutionize cinema Yeah White folks didn't know how to cast a black dude Back in the day People right. like Sidney Poitier Brothers like Oscar Michaud Harry Belafonte People who have, who have who Basically totally revolutionized Their way of doing television and filming So it's like Yo, why we just don't do it for ourselves? hmm mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I can't agree much more, brother, because, you know, back in the day, you re- remember the black exploitation films, right? Right, okay. right. Mm-hmm. Now, all those brothers and sisters that was portraying these pimps and players and hoes and stuff like that, what they should have been doing, seriously, they should have been putting their money together, and instead of, cons- like, coinciding with Hollywood, they could have built their own movie studios. They could have built their own uh, theaters. You know, so once they got to that position of power, they can start telling our stories the way they should have been told.
7: Mm-hmm. You know? Right. But and these that brings back a legacy.
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah.
7: They could have left a uh, legacy. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, a young dude 30 years old wouldn't be having to kiss Clear Channel's ass to try to get on as um, a, 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 a clerk. You know, or getting pay a non-paid uh, 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 internship—something uh, right. I could have been prepared for—to hire us, because you know we are got—we are up against not only we're up against everybody in the comp when it comes to competition for the in the workplace, man. You trying to get up in the world? It's a, a rat race, doggy dog. Hey, then we got to deal with. White people, Mexican mm-hmm. people, Asians, other yeah. black. we got to fight the police, the power and everything. It's like, dude, we need to check this idea of the American dream and create our dream.
4: Right. What is our right.
7: dream? Exactly.
1: <laughs> because I know for myself, brother, I mean, my dream is to actually have a nation where my brothers and sisters can live at ease. You know, we can be respected as human beings, not as a color of skin or because we have certain – the way we dress or the way we talk, you know, we're living in a nation that respects us as a nation. We can have all the money. We can have all the power. We can have all access to the resources. But if we don't have that respect, it means nothing. You know, yeah, they can throw us millions of dollars. They can give us this and that, but they still don't respect us. You know why they don't respect us? Because, number one, most of us don't even respect ourselves. You know, how can we sit there and get mad at the white boy for calling us an N-word if we call ourselves the N-word? You know, how can we get mad at somebody of a different race calling our women the B-word if we call our women the B-word, you know?
6: Hello, 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 hello. Just like Freedom so I never said.
1: call my brothers the N-word. Yeah. I say, what's up, my brother? You know, I just say I have to man, start with it, myself, man. you know, because I was yeah. in that vicious cycle once. But I have to tell myself, you know what, if I ever get married and have kids, I don't want my children to walk around calling themselves less yeah. than what they're worth. You know, I want my children to look at themselves, look, you were, your forefathers and ancestors were not A, the N-word or the B-word or, you know, the P or the H-word. You were kings and queens. You were inventors. You were scientists. You were warriors. But most of all, you are chosen people from the most high, you know. You are nothing that these Caucasians tell you, okay? You are much much more bigger than that. But then right. to degrade ourselves as the less than human, you know, that's what hurts me most of all is some of us have chosen to embrace that. And I'm not going to embrace myself something less than that. I'm looking at myself bigger than that. I'm not saying I'm arrogant and cocky, but you have to be confident. I mean, if you can yeah, focus your yeah. attention on selling dope and focus your attention on pimping hoes and all that, you can focus your attention on building a business. You can focus your attention on building a grocery store or an apartment store in your community. You can focus on cleaning up your parks and your schools, you know?
6: Focus on something positive. Put all right. the, uh, what, Accentuate the positive is what I think. Uh, what, was it Schoolhouse Rock when we were coming up. Yeah, accentuate I, remember, I love positive. that show. I love that show. There's nothing like that on TV now. It's just blood and gore and, and kicking off heads. And you know what? It, we have we have slept. And I tell you, we America as nobody, no color had nothing. All of America has slept by. Well our children, well, when they talk about multicultural, our kids are being inculturated. Now, this is one thing I can say I was guilty of because when my mom passed, see, my kids didn't listen to uh they didn't listen to any r uh, b No, they didn't listen to rap and they didn't listen to none of the you know, hippie, hippie things. But when my mom passed, see my kids, they were brought up all they listened to was classical contemporary jazz. They can name every musician, every instrument all. Oh, Willie Bobo, that's what they were brought up on. But when my mom died, you know, I turned on, you know, I had to turn on K G L H and, you know, K, you know, K- power. What I know my mom was like, Well no you didn't See that's all they knew. And by her what I learned from that she, she took us as, and me as kids me and my brother. She took us places that you know, I mean she didn't shop out here at you know down here in LA County. We went to Orange County to shop. And she was she worked for the grocery store, the inside office. She was the data processing computer operator. See, you know, so she worked inside. She knew where the good like she said. She said, well you know good produce and good food goes here. You know don't go over there. You know did that in that day I mean she knew these things. She knew. You know, even though it was alphabet, Ralphs, where the good one is, where you go get the good stuff, and where they send the bad stuff, and you know that kind of stuff needs to be needs to stop too. I mean, it should be a situation where you put the bad, the bad is a bad at the food for, less. and see that's kind of what Ralphs has done because you know I'm a Ralph. I mean, alpha Beta turned into Ralphs. Ralphs turned into food for less. Bottom line is, that food for less is the Ralph for the you know you know for the neighborhood. For the hood. And Ralph. Yes. Hood <laughs> Ralph. Yes. Yes, yes, and that's not cool. That's not cool. You know, the highest grossing Ralphs in uh, California is the Ralphs that's on 3rd in La Brea in uh, well, what they call Jewtown. Actually, that's the a million plus a day is what that store makes. My mom told me that. They put the best produce, they put, they put the best food. That wow. Out. See, that, that, that is not kind of really cool.
7: Huh? Isn't that a large Ralphs? Like, it looks large.
6: Yeah, it is. It is it's, it's pretty large, but it, it, it grosses more than a million a day. That one. Wow. Yeah, she before she retired, she caught a four million dollar mistake. I don't know if she ever got paid for that one, but before she retired, that's the highest grossing route in the world because there is just where money is, and you go, you can, you can pick. It's like you're picking the the fruit and vegetables off the off the vine. (laughs) Wow. You know what I'm saying? Me, you know, I mean, in the other grocery stores, you know, you smell that bleach when you walk around the fish and all the extra. We like we were talking about. I think I did. I told you about BP, right? BP. You, I told you, yeah. right, Junie? You know, yes. I don't think I told Urban. But, uh, Urban, or did you tell me about BP? BP, had, BP has sold Oh, Now, BP is British Petroleum. It's the sold. ones that are responsible for the leak in the ocean. Yes. Right? They have sold.
0: for uh, filling
7: up the Gulf uh, with all that damn oil and trying to act like they could scoop it up.
6: Yes, and we know that's a bogus lie because I was in Redondo Beach the day that all those 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 the one particular fish that covered the whole ocean, I was there. I saw it. nothing like that now no other it's seals and all kind of you know by the pier uh, out there theres other fish, so why was it just that one kind of fish kind of looked like a sardine or whatever why was it that? See it's so much going on, there's so much secrecy going on, and you know you gotta tell it on our government too. I'm hearing that they're tampering with the weather. I'm hearing that they're doing this. There's so many secrets. See, America should be asking. I mean, when we say we stand up, we stand up and ask, "Where's the money going? What are you? You know, if, if it's a four hundred dollar hammer that they buy for the military, well, I want to see the damn. I want to see. I want to see the receipt. I wanna for see real. The I want to know who we debt. At?
7: Who 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 owns our debt? Really, for real? Is it like some three or four people in China or what? It, uh, really?
6: I mean, uh, the are we wait? See, that's what I understand. See, there's some things they'll let us see. Oh, and did you guys check out 60 Minutes with the uh, the Owen? Guy, well, that's not his real name. About the Bin Laden the whole situation, he told a whole different account. But now they're mad at him, right? They say that they're uh, instead of throwing him in jail, because really that was treason if he went against, you know, their word. But let it be known that the White House leaked all the stuff before it, it even went down. So he just felt like this. They leaked it. He went on and wrote the book. Now, as opposed to our government saying, okay, and them am saying they're going to put him in jail for treason, because I can understand that, or putting him in the MP. So they're talking about they're okay. talking about taking the proceeds of the book. Uh, they're talking about taking the proceeds. Now, he's already guaranteed the proceeds to the wives and families of the vets. So, why? Okay, so, who are you going to be punishing if you take the rights to the book? You're not going to be... He already gave his rights to the families of the missing and lost. So, what, what 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 punishment is that? What is teaching him anything? If you're gonna, he already gave it up. It wasn't even about money for him, because right. he said they already told the secret. The White House already let out everything. They everything that lady told them to do when they walked to that house. Everything, to where Saddam was. Yeah, I mean not Saddam, but Bin Laden. He didn't even. Yeah. He had a gun. He didn't even. He did He didn't even try to defend himself. He and the guy told it. The guy told it. He said he didn't even. You know, at the last moments of his life, he'd have thought. Now the ladies was down. The ladies, they was they were no joke. They was <laughs> they was kind of protecting. But he, you know, at the last moments, he said that he didn't even try to try to. He didn't to even try him. to fight back. He just, no. you know.
7: Like was it like, even real for real?
6: I mean. I question that too. When you talk about they
7: didn't fight back, right? It's like it's fight. like here you are in the movie supposed to be the big bad terrorist, and it's like they slid your stunt double in. Um, yeah. Like you kill me? <laughs> that's it.
6: <laughs> and then you, he didn't even go to shoot or anything. Yeah, the, the one guy shot him. Now, from my understanding, they dragged him to police. But from the account of the Owens guy, he said that it was very uneventful. He didn't fight. He, that's what got him the most was because he didn't even try to at all. He supposedly have done. But then also too, I didn't know that the United States and the families or all of his family in the United States are cool. It's just him. <laughs> Something that he did. And I kind of figure it like this, and this is what I tell people. Don't come tell me what you did to somebody. See, I don't want to know what you did. Don't come don't come tell me what John did last night. Tell me what you was doing with John last night. Don't right. come tell me what Mary's going to do to me and how she's going to get me dirty. Tell me what you got planned for me. See, I don't want right. to really go for the third party anyway. See, the bottom line is that that's a bird. What they say, a bird that brings the stone, carries the stone. So you better believe. And you know, nine times out of ten, I used to play this game with my, my employees. You know, the tele, tell a person. And by the time it gets around, it's, it's 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 not the same. How that's how it goes. So when you put in, when you whisper in ears and you're telling secrets, secrets hurt. Secrets, mm-hmm. secrets that have us where we are today. Secrets. When people are keeping secrets, you're not keeping you're not keeping anything. You're 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 stifling us. You're keeping us in the dark. And what we need to see is what we need to, we need to know that all of the uh car all, all the car dealers are one now. They're, it's a monopoly. Every mm-hmm. car, and, you know, I already told you, and I said we're going to drop too much. I won't say too much, but they're all one company. Uh, right. One thing I can say about Obama, he bailed out the banks twice. They robbed us. They robbed old people. They robbed everybody with the loan modification, as well as this reverse mortgage. Everything, they have houses in June. Tell, tell it. How many houses? many houses? Yeah, I remember are that,
1: um, you know, a few years back, um, the – Las Vegas was talking about how their real estate market, the real estate bubble was going to burst wide open and people were going to start coming out here, buying up houses. And what happened was that real estate bubble didn't burst, it fizzled. Because what happened was when the economy began to go down, nobody came out here. They built all these new houses out here and nobody's inhabited them. They're still sitting there collecting
7: dust right now as we speak. Empty homes.
6: Yep, and up in Oak Hill, up in Oak Hill up there near uh what is Victorville, there, there there are there are communities uh, left empty. Everybody that had everybody lives in those houses you, you ever you guys Google it. Oak Hill, up in the San Bernardino, there's houses up there. My best friend went up there looking all the house streets empty. Like like Ghost Town. So they spent a lot of money and the banks, let me tell you. Now they're offering now look, you got bailed out twice. You turn around and you do the loan modification twice and you rob people and you still take the homes. You got the homes. You got their money. You took their investment. People lived in those homes for years,
2: mm-hmm. for
6: years. Now, all of a sudden, that they're offering you credit when you go in. When I was in uh, Kmart, now, you know, Kmart has been off the set for a while. Super Kmart is the only one like standing, I think, if the one, and it's a couple of them, but only a couple. It's, they're not, but they're with Citibank. The banks got with the retailers. All the car dealers became one, and that's Auto, Nation and Power. I mean, even all, I'm, I'm talking about from Maserati, Mercedes, all of them are under one. They're all the same. They're auto nation. They'll, you might see power, but auto nation same thing. They have a third party, which is Great so Western, Western General, which is now protected. They're the warranty. They're doing things. They are meticulously saying, setting us up for failure. Vets coming home. Alarming rate.
7: Glass Steagall.
6: The last eagle.
7: Last eagle, it was a, a that case that made corporations people. I mean, no, no, excuse me. It was an act that was blocking them from being able to make corporations people.
2: Mhm, mhm.
7: Y'all okay. never, you ever heard of that, uh, brother? Yes.
1: No, um, lightning.
7: Okay. Yes. So back in the days, um, when they discovered the the uh, how to create microbes. Uh huh. Uh, they they went to the Supreme Court I and mean, boy they basically got a patent on this thing, right? So those are the first. Uh, that's when they can make like Monsanto and all these cats. they can like patent a a a um a seed or or say for instance a germ or something like that if they created in the lab they can patent. So that's one of the first things that started happening, right? Then later, uh, it was this landmark case where uh, Citizens United. Basically, got the uh, got ruled that um, corporations are people. In other words, money is speech. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so now mm-hmm. that means that a corporation, when they spend enough money on a campaign, they have spoken. Right. So now uh-huh. all of this conglomerating and, and 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 coming together, that's all been planned way ahead of from time from
6: the day from the day one. From, from when the ships left out of Africa, I'm telling you From, now. from day Adelaide. one.
7: From day one, one. And, and, and what and what's happening is they're playing us
6: against each other with consumerism, uh huh, and and an economic struggle, and right. education, and they're playing with this with just a high crime rate of, of, uh, against ourselves. The they're dinner. playing the brown against the black. Everything that is not of, you know, they, you know. Everything evil, anything evil that's not of any good wants everybody to be in confusion. Wants us to hate them. Then you know they want to tell us what they want us to fight. They want you know they want us to cause trouble. And on these jobs, who, oh, you, you ever had that that coworker that tried to stir you to do something, or you know just want you to snap, or, or knew you could snap. That's what I went through. It's there. not fair in any company, huh? I've seen that. Oh yeah, because you know they they look at you. People, we all need to stop stereotyping each other. That means, mm-hmm. you know, just because a, one mental, a person with mental illness, there's so many different phases of mental illness. There are so many classes. There's so many people, that are unique people. Homeless people, chronically homeless people, people live out there. They're more appreciative and grateful for the littlest things. And when, you mm-hmm. know what? When they, when they're home, when they've already eaten, they'll say, "You know, thank you." They won't take extra. I have people right. out there on the street that will not take extra. They'll tell you, "I ate already." You know what? And they might not get nothing until we come back the next day. But they'll tell you they ate up proud people. You know when the guy said, "You know, can't everybody have pride?" We would exist know, just for black?" You know when he hit me with that. Look, everybody has the right to have pride. Every, I mean, every, we all should have integrity. We should have this. Uh, we should have some. What is it? The word that I don't hear too often. Uh, we should have a uh, what? Uh, efficacy. We should be resilient. The four elements of EQ. We should all have them. You know that that means turning to your neighbor and doing something for someone else. You right. know, put someone ahead of yourself. It's not saying that you're stupid. It's not saying you're ignorant. I mean, you're giving us hope. I'm giving up hope, and I don't have much. So if I don't have much, you just think what I'd do with a million dollars. You know, if my like my manager says you'll give your last dollar, well, if that's the case, if I'm giving my last dollar now, and I only got a few, well, you know what I'm gonna do with mine. And that's a call out to all people out there who are in the entertainment business, who are out there making those millions of dollars. You guys better mm-hmm. think. See. You know, just like I told people when they were talking about, send the immigrants back. You know, anybody, oh, yeah, they're taking the jobs, you know. Send the I immigrants be like a, back. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse I, I kept me? it real. Oh, yeah, I kept it real. <laughs> Let me, you for know, one
1: thing, first of all, everybody in this nation is an immigrant, if you think about it. Hello? Except for the Native Americans, the indigenous people. They were here in the beginning, okay? Hello? First of all, for the Caucasians to say send the immigrants back. Wait a minute. First of all, you so were the first Latin immigrant, extent, okay? you know that.
6: The black people sent it too, when they when they came up with that whole one eighty whatever that proposition was. One eighty seven. Yeah, back. I remember that proposition. One eighty seven. I remember, oh, that. I remember everybody that. that. Everybody that I heard, everybody that heard that were black, they were saying, and I kept it one hundred, I heard them say, yeah, they taking jobs.' Now imagine it. Wait a minute, hold up. Now I would go along with that if I saw you trying to go get a job. I ain't seen you. the ones I heard, the ones I seen that said the Mexicans are taking all the jobs. They were people that I ain't never seen go get no time. See, how they going to take something from you you ain't never went to go get? It. I mean, that's <laughs> keep cool. it real. Come on now. Just keep it 100. You, you know, the ones I heard saying that, oh, send them back. You know what I told people that, uh, black people who said it? I said, you know what? Don't call for them to be exiled because you know what? Once they get rid of them, who's next? Who's next? Yes. Okay, because you know what? I've heard a lot of people that told me to carry my ass back to Africa and I ain't never been. I wouldn't know what to make the left part. <laughs> map, if it's I had a that, that, that,
1: you know? Because they telling us to go back to Africa, and I'm like this, you know, when you get your ass out of Africa, I'll go back until then, I ain't going nowhere.
2: <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> you
6: know? With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky
5: just
8: about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's
1: fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and
2: start getting lucky.